So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life, their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we're, we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, Okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This 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 is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you. And uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's uh, that's another really important thing these days. So, folks, again, culturelife1972.com. Use promo code PATRIOTPARTY, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right? I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. It's been a while since I could hold my head up high. It's been a while since I first saw you. And 
it's been a while since I could stand on my own two feet again. And it's been a while since I could call him. Everything I can't remember As fucked up as it all may seem The consequences that were rendered I stretched myself beyond my means And it's been a while since I could say That I wasn't addicted And it's been a while since I could say I love myself as well It's been a while since I've gone and fucked things up Just like I always do It's been a while But all that shit seems to disappear When I'm with you Everything I can't remember Is fucked up as it all may the consequences that were rendered I'm gone and fucked things up again Again Why must I feel this way? Just make this go away. Just one more peaceful day.
it's been a while since I could hold my head up high. It's been a while since I said I'm sorry. And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better butter better beloved half. Phelan, hello, Patriots. And for our new listeners out there, this is, this is how we normally open a news podcast, so you're aware. Uh, these normally run anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours long. They actually normally run like two to three hours. Wow. But get kind since of deep we already did a two-hour interview tonight, then maybe this one won't be so long. But this and is I did our... See this is our first news live live news podcast on Twitch, which we appreciate everybody who has entered the chat and please send your questions right along. We will be watching the chat as we go along, which I do have to say in the um, previous interview that we did, I, I noticed in the chat that someone commented on you calling me butter, better, better, butter. Better, well, butter. I like to, I fucked it up once. I figured keep going <laughs> with it. You know, I fucked it up once, like seven months ago and I no, just continue he's to not it. calling me fat. Although he he may be here soon. <laughs> soon. 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 I got another month or two to go before I get really fat. But either way, uh, tonight uh, we find ourselves, and I had to go with uh, Stain, uh, Aaron Lewis. Uh, it's been a while it's because been a while. it's been a while since we've seen old Joe stand in front of the podium talking to the American people. Um, and he really didn't do that good he, of a he job. He should have stayed off I the podium. I kind of wish he went home and went to bed instead of, and I bet. He uh, he does too. We're going to get to Jen Psaki in a bit because. Oh God, we've got her too. Some of her answers were just I absolutely amazing. She went on Fox News today. I, I can't believe With it. Hemmer and Dana Perino. And so, I was, I was, I was blown away just by the fact, like they advertised it. Jen Psaki's coming on for an interview. I was like, what? Jen Psaki's going on Fox News? I thought they. They wait, banned wait. Red, Red State. News or red state media, period. Well, uh, okay, so didn't Biden call out just the other day that we need to stop the misinformation, like Fox News? Why would Pisaki then go on Fox News if they're all misinformation? I, I, I don't understand. No. It's, just saying. It's, it's, it's all questionable. I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, but the real, real brilliance of all of this is he goes on the news uh, and uh, he was called out by several Democratic reporters who were standing in the crowd that night or the other day. And... Uh, they called him out on all of his failures. And I sat there in awe. I loved hearing it for the first time. I mean, I guess it's it's true. I mean, I have a broken watch that's right twice a day. So for Christ's sake, uh, it's about time that the liberal media starts to get some of this shit right. Well, because I fucking believe that this crap cannot continue anymore. And I believe they're beginning to see the error and the folly in their ways because here soon, we're coming very quickly to the midterms. And in the midterms, I am imagining a red wave um not the one you're thinking of hun no um i'm not looking to well earn we'll my get to the waves. midterms because biden had something to say on that too uh, i think he sees it coming too but he does more importantly, and he's already trying to spin the narrative on it i know and last episode uh i said that we were going to kick it off with george soros so uh one of the big stories that came out in the last last episode um which we didn't get to i apologize on but america's most notorious billionaire leaves his mark on the world from a 2.3 billion dollar education behemoth to racial politics yes folks i said education behemoth because he just donated 2.3 billion dollars to the education influence globally on all schools. Um, billionaire George Soros said he is working to bend, 
let me, let me say that again, working to bend the arc of history in the right direction. Anybody that's looking to bend anything about history is looking to corrupt it. Uh, they are doing anything but keeping it yeah. what the history is. Why does George Soros get to determine what the right direction is? That's my question. When it comes down to one person, there's always yeah, no, a problem Yeah, no, that's there. the wrong direction. That's normally, the, like, like we always say about war, the winners write the history books. They do. Yeah. That's true. That's but true of everything. You get one viewpoint. And with that, when you have one person writing a history book, you have no other idea what the other viewpoint was. Either way, in Soros's case, that direction is far to the left. To do to do it and donated over $32 billion in Open Society Foundation since 1984, furthering the leftist ideology and the activism well beyond his own lifetime. Soros is committed to combine a sum of more than $2.3 billion to create a global university network and to put... Uh, per, yeah, push his extreme ideology. At 91, Soros hasn't allowed. He's 91 years old. Do you realize that? Damn. Yeah. yeah. The can't, devil. Can't, the, the devil's 91, folks. Okay. So all week, and I'll, I'm going to give some props out to uh, our friend Randout Rancast right here. He's been running this thread on Twitter of people that have died suddenly. Mm -hmm. And I told him today, I was like, well, look up died unexpectedly. That's going to, you know, double your list. But it's, it's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And they're all. Not all of them. There's a handful that are younger, but most of them, 82, 85, 86, 90-something. Why can't he be amongst those stories? <laughs> That's because he's been... Seriously. He's been drinking adrenochrome. Come on. Well, get haven't we dried up his adrenochrome supply yet? No. At 91, Soros hasn't slowed down his ra racial agenda uh, to inundate the American people and the world with propaganda involving leftist academia and racial strife. He recently launched a $1 billion initiative to create the Global University Network to indoctrinate the next generation of extremists with open society's worldviews. The two educational institutions spearheading the effort, the Central European University and the and Bard College, received another $1.3 billion from Soros. He also divided, devoted hundreds of millions in donations and commitments to so-called social justice and racial justice groups, including those that promote the radical idea of reparations. Yes, I said reparations, folks. Uh, Soros pursued those aims uh, with everything from exploiting the death of George Floyd in 2020 to advance the left leftist radical justice agenda to pledging $100 million in support of radical feminism across the globe, pouring millions into left-wing journalism, financing groups, promoting global climate change and radicalism and anti-police hatred. So you're saying that George Soros was the one that was responsible for dropping all of those um, gender studies people oh, off in Pakistan? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think we're actually <laughs> responsible for that one. However, he was responsible for all the leftist DAs right now. Two of them, one of them, which was just recently indicted in Baltimore, plus the second one in Michigan right now that they're looking to indict. Both of them were both Soros-backed district attorneys that are right now looking at uh, jail. For Lying, child trafficking uh no lying for uh lying to a judge lying to a court uh what else oh, general lying, corruption lying on their tax returns to include houses that they had purchased in oh. miami dade um all over the place except for where they live outside of their districts um so also now, educational that's another one that's coming up because they're beginning to find out they're not educated to the level they're supposed to be to be a da which i find very interesting because you have to be a lawyer to be a da so they didn't pass the bar yeah there's a there might be a possibility to that if you're not barred in a certain state to freaking practice law guess what you can't be the da for that state no shit yeah there's a big problem there yeah in soros view the hallmarks of an open society include global governance uh open borders uh 
feminizing, uh, fomenting, fomenting unrest, and uh, undermining national uh, current, uh, yeah, currencies. currencies, and donating million, millions to groups dedicated to crushing America's exp- ex- exceptionalism. Uh, exceptionalism and capitalism. Those who opposed his agenda have been his constant targets, including Republican presidents George W. Bush, which I don't believe at yeah, all. Yeah, no, he's and Donald part of Trump. The, he, Donald Trump, I can see, but not George W. Bush. He's part of the in crowd. Yep. Uh, the Washington Post report in 2018, rather than recede from public life in his twilight year source is decided to even push even harder and double down on his agenda. The election of Donald Trump spurred Soros and his organizations to push aggressively in two key directions, education and race, which those two directions are beginning to bite us in the ass because our kids are going to schools that you're not monitoring what your kids are doing. The only reason we know what's going on in the local public school systems right now is because for the last year, kids have been homeschooled. They've been sitting in front of mom and dad and mom and dad have been able to look over their shoulder, look at the computer and go, oh, this is what your teacher teaching you about history so no now they're they're pushing to put all the curriculums online not not the curriculum not the virtual learning itself but the syllabuses online yeah like the actual content online uh so that parents can review it and there's a oh a big hubbub about that no no you can't put the content online well why not well how about this one this is the craziest part okay um the, the part that blows my mind is, uh, remember, we're supposedly in the... Hold on. People of Earth, I am Lur of the planet Omicron Percy I-8. Is this thing on? We're in the Omicron breakout right now. And supposedly... You mean the common cold? It, it's supposedly... No, stop. It's the Omicron breakout. And supposedly it's so deadly that kids shouldn't be around other kids because they're going to spread Omicron. Okay, no, um, no one said it was deadly stop. because no one's died I, I from it. Didn't I didn't say deadly. You I did said say deadly. I said kids can't be around other kids because they're going to spread the Omicron You variant. said Omicron was so deadly that kids A- can't be According to other their kids. belief. So stop. Okay. Listen, okay? So wait a minute. I would think if it were so bad and just that horrible for kids to be around other kids, mm-hmm. I would think that Joe Biden would have come out in his press conference yesterday and say Oh, all school, all schools should be virtual, period. And instead, he didn't. Matter of fact, he said no school should close, mm-hmm. which that I found interesting because last year when all the schools were closed, parents found out what all the kids were learning in school. Yeah. So this year, no, we're not going to close the schools because if we close the schools, you're going to find out what we're doing and how we're indoctrinating your kids. So now we're going to keep the schools open and we're still going to indoctrinate your kids. And now you're not going to be able to know what they're doing. Okay, so... Past the Biden clips on there. There's there's one I want to and I we'll didn't, get to that. We'll I get didn't realize we were starting with education, but this is pertinent. This is exactly why. No, seriously, pull it up real quick. I'm gonna show you why. Oh my lord. Okay, go down, 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 down. No, pass that. Uh, nope. One more. Last one. There you go. No, it was not that one either. Oh, that's oh, the one. No, before Chuck. That one. Nope. Maybe not Rob. Try that one. The one before that. Where'd it go? No. I have no idea. Shit, did you close it? No, I haven't closed anything. Well, hell. I don't know what you did with it. Okay. No, I, I don't see. Never mind. That, so you don't have it. So what? I guess what? not. I had it pulled up. Um, there was a, a, a clip of basically a woman saying that... Um, you don't, you have to get past the point of thinking that you, 
you own your kids or that they're fully your responsibility because you don't own your kids and they're not fully your responsibility. You have to think of it as part of the the greater community that everybody is responsible for your children. No. 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 No, no they're not. No. We are responsible for our children. Yeah. Okay. If you beat my child without my permission, you're getting your ass kicked. You're getting your ass kicked. So anyway, um Source devoted uh, amount of money to education in recent years, $2.3 billion at least. Uh, he launched $1 billion effort January 23rd, 2020 to create the Global University, which we already talked about. 41 institutions now promote this worldview. He said that he considers it to be the most important, enduring project of my life. Soros plans to have his network renamed the Soros University Network after his death. He also committed $1.3 billion uh, between 2016 and 2021 to split between the other two institutions, Central Europe. University and Bard College. Um, the Here. education juggernaut is unlike anything we've ever seen research revealed how left-wing the colleges are. CEU once promoted the extremist views of Yale uh, Law School professor who said that the alternatives to what he called Trump fascism was socialism and barbarism. One of CEO's, CEU's recent Presidents demanded that progressives be tougher on Trump and ethics and nationalism. Bard College held an event in November 2020 headline, Reading the Signs in an Era of a Systematic Racism, which accused America of harboring systematic racism, specifically in the event uh, was engineered to shine some light on the systematic racism and anti-racist alternatives in our everyday surrounding. Bard even offered a course in 2021 headlined, Abolishing Prisons and Police. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, remind me not to send our kids to that school. So yeah, he's not going to Bard, but or anyway, any school at this so point. Really, what this whole this is a long story. If you want to see it, uh, we we can post a link to it. But one of the big things is his legal defense, which I found really. F this is just absolutely ridiculous. The Legal Defense Fund is an education fund of campaigns introduced by Starbucks, which racial bias training in 2018. Okay. Now let me explain something to you. Oh, right I remember now. that. There was big drama gotcha. about that. I get you. Stop. So let's talk about Starbucks just real quick. Cause mm -hmm. there was some big news that came out yesterday about Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks nixed their mandatory vaccination and mask wearing and anything else having to do with COVID in all of their, um, what do you call them? Coffee brewers, storefronts store countrywide. So now you can go into a, a Starbucks, order your man bun wearing chai mocha latte, fucking half calf crap, calf pacino light on fucking AIDS with a side of, I don't know, broccoli breast sprouts <laughs> and <laughs> breast milk, even better with a side of breast milk and uh, maybe even some adrenochrome added at the bottom of the cup just for you, just for you. And not only can you do all of that, but now you don't have to wear a mask and you don't have to worry about being vaccinated either. Unless, Why? Unless, no, no, no. unless you're in a city. No, oh, no, that, no, 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 no. Unless you're in no. a city like New York nope. that requires nope. vaccinations nope. in order I, to enter I went, any establishment. Nope. I went and looked it up. Starbucks is even refusing that one too. Really? Starbucks overnight went from a great big mangina to having a gigantic set of balls. Well, too bad it doesn't make their coffee taste any better. No, it doesn't. It still makes their coffee <laughs> taste like shit. Bitter, battery but, acid. But my point is this, where did the nuts all of a sudden come from? They don't grow overnight. Well, you know, the entire narrative has changed in the last 24 hours. No, no, I, Something happened. Yeah. Oh, I know what happened. What happened? Money. Money, money, money. You think? Money. Was it money? 
why why else do you know what their profit loss has been since the beginning of covid no no i mean i get you on starbucks but i'm saying it's not just starbucks though yeah but every and it's not just biden's stupid ass press conference listen, either no because that doesn't affect europe the eu okay i don't give a fuck about the eu what i am talking about I, I don't because a we walked away from there in 1776 and we still haven't looked back b I'm looking at America. What is going on in America to cause all the sudden nuts to fall off, you know, fall out from under people's, you know, in between people's legs. So what is it? It is all about money. Think about it. They don't have to worry about lawsuits. They don't, they were just absolved in a decision by the Supreme Court. Yeah. So if somebody walks in their establishment and gets COVID, they're no longer liable. However, if one of their employees gets the nope. vaccine because they're mandated to by the company, now maybe they are liable. Well, that changes things, doesn't it? it because sure now does. they can be sued for it. Yep. Because the government removed responsibility from themselves, not from the companies. Yep. That's what Starbucks is in on. Uh, That's I'm what Starbucks it's... understands. So it's all about money. Money. Now they're about making profits because now they're going to be like one of the few and only coffee shops, unless it's a mom and dad bistro that you got down the road. Or Dunkin' Donuts. No, because Dunkin' Donuts even, you still can't go into fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Those communists fucking were the first ones to shut their doors and not allow you to sit in the restaurant. There's a couple that still, most of them Very are drive through but there's they're, a couple. They're probably the, the privately owned ones. But let's talk for real here, okay? They're the, going to be the only ones that you can walk down the street, have a normal cup of coffee, drink your cup of coffee, and not get all pissy with somebody about wearing a mask or having to have a vaccine or show a vaccine card. They realized all they saw in their eyes was dollars. They were like, ooh, 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 we can capitalize on this and make a lot of money. Yep. That is what Starbucks saw. So this is weird though. So one of the legal uh, education funds in the campaigns included Starbucks, which had its racial basis training, bias training in 2018. Starbucks closed all stores nationwide for racial bias education on May 29th, which was spearheaded as a part of the Legal Defense Fund funded by George Soros. Hmm. In a statement by Starbucks Training, the group said it was offering a broad range of solutions so the company can apply a racial equity lens in all of its business practices and communicate or community engagements. Uh, the leftist Vera Institute of Justice took a second largest share of the funding and it received at least 10.8 million from open society funds between 2016 and 2018. The Vera Institute president, director Nicholas Turner, exploited the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor in organization's 2020 annual report to assail Americans, America's structural racism. We, we grieve the loss of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and many others whose brutal deaths were at the hands of police ignited by the most profound societal reckoning within racism that we've ever seen in our lifetimes. We look with cautious optimism at the election that tested our democracy and res resulted in the president who was promised to address stru structural racism. What hasn't Biden done since he's been president? Anything? Yeah. He's a great big goose egg, especially when it comes to structural racism and the fact that they have a madam black vice president. Folks, let me tell you something Madam, about that. Madam as in a hooker? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, she is, from Kinda, what I've heard. Yeah. But, I mean, seriously, when you have to remind people that you are the vice president, you're not the vice president. Uh, no, that's true. I am the vice president of the she United States. She was on the news States. this morning. Yeah, she we said, were, I am. It's ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. So, anyway, long story short, um, George Soros is committed 
and he's not okay so this is the other one that really gets my boondoggle wet he's not even a fucking american yet he's allowed to openly and freely donate his money in america without checks or balances without a question as to where the money's going going um to people with questionable ties to George Soros and other political activists. I mean, he's donated money everywhere, folks. He's donated uh, more than a hundred million to the Democratic National Campaign Committee. Um, that's I mean, really bad. Okay, so in this article, he said that his um, what his most enduring and fulfilling was this educational thing. Correct. I, I thought his most enduring and fulfilling project was stealing valuables from the Jews. Uh, well, in World War II, you, you, after he turned them in to be killed, you can't. No, that's how he made his money. I mean, but is wouldn't that be an enduring project? He still has that money that well, I mean, he's now using to to he, he basically kill our society. But he didn't make that much money, from what I understand, off of that because he honestly had to go back and ask Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis for a little bump in money when he opened his first company. Yeah, Soros International. Except that good, good businessmen don't spend their own money to open a company. No, they don't. They especially spend everybody else's exactly, money. Exactly, yeah. especially if you're not sure how, how successful it's going to be. Don't use your own money. No, use someone else's money. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I agree. that, yeah. But he's still, he's still the devil. I, it doesn't change my thought. I mean, he is a devil. He is still the devil. He is at that. I got to see Dr. Stella again in Dallas and got to thank her personally for saving my mom's life. There you go, that's I, a big one. I tell you what, Dr. Stella gives the best hugs. You know, she is she is a, a warrior of God. I mean, this, this woman brings a, a spiritual ax to the battlefield. Um, and at the same time that she's fighting for you on the spiritual level, she's also fighting for you on the medical level. She's amazing. So if you, if you're feeling just a little down or you're, you haven't had COVID, you're afraid of getting COVID, um, it can be a very scary thing. Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine really do work. I promise you, you are not going to grow a tail. Uh, Mick and I, <laughs> Mick and I both take hydroxychloroquine regularly as a prophylactic, even though, um, well, I think I've had COVID. I don't think Mick has, but uh, either way, we Still take hydroxychloroquine all the time. My mom, we gave her ivermectin when she got COVID and she was better in four days, four days. And Dr. Stella also has this awesome all-in-one vitamin, which can really help boost your immune system because it's really important not just to take over-the-counter prescription drugs, but in order to keep your immune system at its peak efficiency all the time so and you don't get yep. sick, you really need an excellent vitamin supplement. So Dr. Stella is the place to go. Go yeah. to drstellamd.com yep. and use, use the promo, promo code, code DEFIANT and that will save you up to 5% not only in your teledoc visit, but also because remember folks, this is a prescription. You are being mailed a prescription, so you have to physically see a doctor first. So you're gonna go there, you're gonna get a teledoc visit. Your teledoc visit, once your teledoc visit's complete, they're going to, if you're sick immediately, they will overnight you, uh, either ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, whichever one you get. Or both. Or both. If you use 
promo code DEFIANT. That will save you up to 5%, not only in your Teladoc visit, but also with the drugs as well. And they will send them, and trust me when I say that they're within 48 hours because they were there within 48 hours. Yep. For my mother-in-law, they were there in 48 hours. And let me tell you something, I didn't have to hear about it anymore about how she was going <laughs> to die. It literally lasted 72 hours about me hearing about how she was going to die when I knew for a fact. natural immunity. When I knew for a fact she wasn't going to. So Dr. Stella, MD, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot or md.com and again use promo code defiant save up to five percent on your order both on your teledoc visit and any order you make even if you get the vitamin or you get hcq ivm whichever you get get them both get them all and get them shipped to you and save five percent on your order like i said we are only bringing people that we believe in that are patriots people that we know that are not here to you know, they're not patriots, they're patriots. They're here promoting the same cause we're promoting. They're trying to help the same things you're trying to help. This is what we want to get to you. This will help you recover from COVID. It will help you prevent COVID. Uh, as we're hearing now, we've got news or stories after news stories coming out about, especially hydroxychloroquine, how it can be used as a prophylactic and even not- Even for the flu. Correct. Not just COVID, even for the flu. So, so as folks, Mick likes go get to it. say- better to have and not need than need and not have. Absolutely. Get it for your own ship box, put it in your house somewhere, just in case somebody gets sick. Boom. You've got it. Family member gets sick. You can ship them some. Here you go. I got some drugs for you. This will work. Trust me. It will work. Just take it. You will be amazed. You'll even feel better. If you're not sick, you will even feel better after taking it. Trust me. It's amazing. So folks, again, doc, Dr. Stella, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-A dot md.com MD, and use promo code defiant and you'll save up to five percent appreciate y'all listening either way uh we move right along because uh we are trying to make this a little quicker tonight um well here we go the cdc concedes that cloth masks do not protect against the virus as effectively as other masks yeah we've said that okay years we've years. been saying that forever now yeah um this is what I'm talking about. The narrative has changed in, in the last 24 to 48 hours. So the CDC is coming out and saying masks don't work. They're, they're virtual signaling. No, they're that, little more than accessories. Honey, that, was, that, was, that was two weeks ago. Oh, no, I know, but now the New York Times is doing a story oh, on ooh, it. Okay, so the New York Times does not show a, a shift in anything. Uh, we knew about this, first of all, years ago. Second of all, this is nothing new from them because they did this two weeks ago. Uh, I we, we reported it to podcasting. No, I know we did. I know we did. But okay. I'm saying, I'm telling you, the narrative is shifting. The narrative has oh. shifted in the last 24 hours. Things are really starting to change. No, um, nothing. Or changing. at least they're trying to make us believe that things are starting to yeah, change. Yeah, they're not changing. Shit. And this is where I bring Europe into effect because Boris Johnson came out today and said that he's getting rid of all, right, well, all COVID stop, restrictions. Stop, we'll get to that. We're going to get to that. That will come up. That'll be a little bit later, but we're going to get to that. I know that. Everybody knows that because they've watched the news today, hopefully. And if they haven't, they're going to hear it first here. Although I did reach out to our friend Matt and asked him if that included the mandates and if he was going to get to keep his job. And I'm waiting for his response. Well, according to everything I've read, would you let, can we just get into that, please, and just shut up right now? Thank well, you. Well, let's get into it then. All right, good. We will eventually, just not right now. So first, we're going to go to this. Uh, this is one of my more favorite ones of the day. And this is the top 10 clips from Biden's little speech that he did his press conference the other day which is <laughs> well as we all know it's always it interesting was a fucking train wreck it's always interesting when biden steps in front of the podium and nobody's there especially without a a handler present carefully scripted teleprompter to read from correct 
first year to pull the country so far to the left? Well, I'm not. Just to clarify, a moment ago you were asked whether or not you believed that we would have free and fair elections in 2022 if some of these state legislatures reformed their voting protocols. You said that it depends. Uh, do you do you think that they would in any way be illegitimate? Oh yeah, I think it easily can be, be illegitimate. In, in regards to 2022, sir, the midterm Oh, 2022, election. I mean, uh, imagine if those uh, attempts to say that uh, Okay, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Yep. I, I'm going to rewind that No, one. we'll get, we, we have the full clip of what he says. We have a whole discussion. I, I got you, but this. we got to, we got to. Imagine if those uh, attempts to say that, uh, the, I think it, I think it easy can be, be illegitimate. In, in regards to 2022, sir, the midterm Oh, 2022, election. I mean, uh, imagine if those uh, attempts Did to he say just that, admit uh, what I think he admitted? not legit. Yeah. You have to recount it, and we're not going to count. We're going to discard the following votes. I mean, sure, it, 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 I'm not saying it's going to be legit. You campaigned, and, and you ran on a return to civility. And I know that you dispute the characterization that you called folks who would oppose those voting bills um, as being Bull Connor or George Wallace. But you said that they would be sort of in the, the same camp. No, uh, I didn't say that. Look what I said. Go back and read what I said. And tell me if you think I called anyone who voted on the side of the position taken by Bull Connor that they were Bull Connor. Yes, yes, that's exactly. We don't have to read it. We're not going to read your teleprompter speech. We're going to listen to what you said. In the journals because you like to write. So did you expect that that would work with Senators Manchin or, or Cinema? Um, no, here's argument. the thing. There's certain things that are so consequential. Why it is during your three and a half hour virtual summit in November with the Chinese president, you didn't press for transparency and also whether that has anything to do with your son's involvement in an investment firm controlled by Chinese state owned entities. The answer is that we did. I did raise the question of transparency. I spent a lot of time with him and he uh, the fact is that they're just not they're just not being transparent. I'd like to um, I'd like to raise a delicate subject, uh, but with utmost respect for your life accomplishments and the high office you hold. A poll released this morning by Politico Morning Consult found 49% of registered voters disagreeing with the statement Joe Biden is mentally fit. Well, Not even a majority of Democrats who responded. Uh, strongly affirmed that statement. Well, I'll let you all make the judgment whether they're correct. Well, Thank so you. the question I have for you, sir, if you'd let me finish, is why do you suppose such large segments of the American electorate have come to harbor such profound concerns about your cognitive fitness? Thank you. I have no idea. I do. I have an idea. I know exactly why um, so, such a large swath of the population uh, questions his cognitive fitness. It's because he is cognitively unfit to hold office. Oh my God. I, I did, I, All right. Did you, I mean, did you hear him yelling there? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, he sounded for, like an old for, man. He, he is an old he man. Sounded like, he sounded like an old man who was like yelling at people like, get off, get my, off lawn. my lawn. <laughs> Seriously. He's, he's completely incompetent to hold office. 
Um, he's completely incompetent to hold anything. So, um, yeah, go go on to the next one because we we drill down a little bit deeper into it here, and uh, it 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 gets. I believe this one is specifically. And, and when yes, he talks about yes, the Tara, elections. we did. We, we heard that Carhartt. We're going to get into that. Too, no, we'll get into Carhartt because Carhartt's some, got a whole alternate a, uh, options for you. Yeah, because Carhartt, there's a there's a ton of other places to go. Trust me. Yeah, Carhartt's, yeah, well, well, Carhartt's kind of on their way out. Anyway. Yes. But uh, either yeah, way, who even, who even wears that shit anymore? Uh, somebody does because well, there's still a business. To. I mean, not for much longer. Hopefully not. Hopefully they take my advice. Hey, and I happen go to woke, go broke. I happen to work in the you know, outdoor industry where we actually work on houses and stuff. And I actually know some companies that are a hell of a lot better than Carhartt. And uh, especially if you live up in the wonderful wilderness of the North. All right. So real quick, we'll get into this one. Um, this is the midterms. This is his question about the midterms. This is where it gets good folks. Uh, pay attention. You gotta, you gotta kind of slow down what the fuck he's saying here because he talks about everything, nothing all at the same time. He you is, might have a better option if you speak, if you're, if you're deaf or you understand sign language actually following the. No, because she gets confused she doesn't too. Know what he's saying um, either. Okay. He literally, she thinks he's going one direction. Then she stops and she goes like this. And when oh, she goes no, like this, <laughs> this means uh, erase the no board. Idea. I'm starting again. <laughs> she does this. Clue. Like literally, we were talking about it at the firehouse the other day. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now, okay? If you were to play a Joe Biden drinking game concerning a press conference, you would die of alcohol poisoning before the first hour was up. Well, good thing he doesn't have very many press conferences. This is true. Or we'd have a lot more alcoholics in this country than we already do. No, they would be a lot more dead alcoholics <laughs> in this country because it would kill an alcoholic. Well, we'll we'll get into the death waves later too. He gets confused. A lot. And that's the first is that's the first time you gotta drink is when he gets confused about something and he's constant this motherfucker's constantly getting confused. Oh good God. Okay. And when it that one of the other things on the board was when it looks like the uh, sign language interpreter is having a seizure <laughs> <laughs> You have to take four shots. Let me tell you something. That alone will kill you because she's constantly doing this. She's like, ah, ah. I have no idea. Anyway. Okay. So play we'll get it. into play this. It. You were asked whether or not you believed that we would have free and fair elections in 2022 if some of these state legislatures reformed their voting protocols. You said. Okay. First of all, that kid's voice cracked like he's still going through puberty is he even a lie allowed to be in the white house right now i mean is he even old enough i mean his voice cracked like my 15 year old son's voice cracks i mean <laughs> i mean maybe his balls are just dropping too because he's actually actually asking a tough question of joe biden I mean, he did look like he just got out of college. I would think he would be well indoctrinated. Maybe he's older than he looks if he's actually asking a decent question. No, he literally looks like he's like 18. Yeah, 22. He hasn't been folded up. Put He hasn't been folded up wet and put away. Okay, well, he may have been laid once in his life, but he probably has never had a blowjob. I doubt he's ever seen the pee. Okay, well, maybe his own. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, if he can still see it, he's like, eh, I don't know where he's it's He's pretty at. skinny. Mm, that doesn't mean that he can see it. Okay. I'm pretty skinny too. What's your point? Well, I can see it. I don't know if he's Irish, but <laughs> he doesn't he look might Irish. Be. Either way. <laughs> uh, that it depends. Uh, do, you, do you think that they would in any way be illegitimate? 
Oh, yeah, I think it easily could be, be illegitimate. Imagine, imagine if, in fact, Trump has succeeded in convincing Pence to not count the votes. Uh, imagine I, if... In, in regards to 2022, sir, the midterm Oh, 2022. I mean, uh, imagine if those uh, attempts to say that uh, the count was not legit. Whoa, you have to whoa, recount. Whoa, whoa, okay, whoa. Hold on. Imagine if Hold on. there was an let's attempt go to back. say the count was not legit. Let's let's go back, okay? To and 2020? I want to go back to 2020. What he was talking about at 2020, because that's where it gets interesting. What if he convinced Pence not to count the votes? Correct. Mm. Attempts to say that... Uh, Hold on, I gotta get back to it. That's not it right here. 2022, I mean, uh, oh, wait. Uh, imagine if- I, 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 No, a little bit further back than that. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, I think it easily could be, be illegitimate. Imagine, imagine if in fact, Trump has succeeded in convincing Pence to not count the votes. So imagine if Trump was successful in convincing Pence not to count the votes. Well, if we had done that, you wouldn't be fucking president, idiot. Yep. That's number one. So that's number one. So let's let, let it go a little bit longer. Uh, imagine uh, if... In, in regards to 2022, sir, the midterm Oh, 2022, election. I mean... Uh, uh, okay, hold on. I have a sound for this. There it goes. And he shut down, and now he's starting back up. Imagine if those uh, attempts to say that... Uh, the count was not legit. You have to recount it, or we're not going to count. We're going to discard the following votes. I mean, sure. It, you mean the illegitimate votes? I'm not saying it's going to be legit. It's the I'm not saying it's going to be legit. Yeah, because he's starting. Which means, look, we're going to cheat. We're going to cheat. And if you try and fight it, we're going to say it's illegitimate yep. once again. And um, if if the Republicans win, if there's actually a red wave, we're going to say it's illegitimate. And we're going to count the votes and we're going to throw out these. Which are legal votes. Yeah. And we're going to add our own, which are the illegal votes. Yep. And we're going to say that, nope, the person won anyway. Yeah, no, they're already spinning a narrative for 2022 because they see a red wave the coming. The prospect of being illegitimate is a direct proportion to us not being able to get these, these reforms passed. But I don't think you're going to see, you're not going to see me, and I don't think you're going to see the Democratic Party give up on can go, can coming back at assuming that the attempt fails today. And then one more, sir. Um, you know, you. There goes his voice yeah. cracking again. No. But that, so, okay, hold on. That's let me a ask, perfect example. Let me ask though. a question. Okay. If 2020 was the most legitimate, the most free and fair election that we've ever had with more voters, like 30 million more voters turning out than we've ever had in the past. Why are they trying so hard to change it? Well, my, my first initial question, even before you get to that question, that's a great question, but let's push that off to this question. All right. If 2020 was such a secure election, right? If it was so secure, why are so many t states making broad ranging, sweeping election reform? Why? If it was so secure, why do we have to change shit? Now, are the states making broad sweeping election reforms or are they getting rid of the COVID emergency protocols that were put in place? No. And going back to their previous voting laws? No, they are making broad ranging to include some states, uh, much like Georgia now, we have to show an ID with our absentee ballot. 
Never had to do that before. Never had to. Yeah, but previously you couldn't get an absentee ballot unless you had a valid reason, like you were incapacitated or deployed. Correct. So, but now you have to show an ID with it. So you can't just say, well, I'm in a nursing home. That's why I need an absentee ballot. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's not a box of absentee ballots just going to a nursing home because mm-hmm. now there has to be a driver's license provided with it. And uh, with Georgia, there's a radical bipartisan yeah. review of each absentee ballot, which means one side red, one side blue reviews the absentee ballots as they come in. Which now, is actually, um, that's election, that's always been election law. Not with Not with the way it was done before, not in the past. That was the law. They just didn't follow it. Well, uh, one more time, not in the past. So now you have to have a two signature rule on every single absentee ballot, which is interesting in and out of itself. For instance, I can't go to my local precinct center and drop my absentee ballot off. I have to go to my actual polling place for my county and my actual polling headquarters for my county and drop it off. I just can't go down to my local precinct and drop it off. So when I vote this year, I mean, we're obviously requesting absentee ballots. So on election day, we can drive down to the polling center, turn our absentee ballot in, show our ID, ID, making sure that the absentee ballot is us. And uh, it provides them no way to cheat to figure out because it also stops because in Georgia now they took on a lot of what Florida had. And two weeks prior to they can start counting absentee ballots. Well, instead of we know how much cheating took place in Florida here. So instead of mailing our stuff in, everybody's going to go down, turning it into the polling center with your ID. So that way they don't know what the numbers are until that night at the election when everything falls out at the end. And they don't so, go through the Dominion, Dominion voting machine. They can't cheat. Yep. Um, there is some new technology that's being started here in Georgia again this year, which I do not understand, supposedly a more secure way for them to cheat, which will be even funnier because uh, nobody's going to use it. So we're going to start asking the budgetary question, why are we paying for this if nobody's using it and everybody's just driving to the local polling office and turning their absentee ballots in? It would kind of drive us backwards and make us go back to paper ballots, which is what it should be, period. It's what we want. Um, you know, in Iraq, it worked. They used fingerprints. And uh, yeah, the unfortunate part of Iraq is people were trying to you know, manipulate the vote by standing out front with guns and saying, hey, you better vote this way or we're going to kill you and your family when you come out. Um, Obviously, people didn't want that to happen, so they didn't vote exactly the right way. However, there was a number of people who still voted and they still got their point across and they made their election choice and that was that. Um, But that's not what's supposed to happen here in America. If 2020 was such a secure election. Why are we changing it? Why are so many states changing their voting laws? That's the first question. And then your question should be the next question right behind it. Again, if it was such a secure election, it should. Why are they changing anything? Thank you. So folks, right here, perfect example, Coastal Coastal Marsh Customs, right here. Here it is, perfect example. This is the type of work they do. Let's go, Brandon. This is our sign. This is what we got made by them. Uh, Got some other stuff coming too as well, trying to get them to do me a defiant sign as well, where it just says defiant and kind of the same lettering and the same type uh, background uh, with a burnt wood look. You can go any wood look you want. Uh, You can go mahogany. You can go with whatever wood you want. If you can think of the type of wood you want to see it on, you've got a picture of what you've got.
send it to him. Uh, the guy is amazing. CoastalMarshCustoms at gmail.com. Send it. Use promo code Defiant. You're going to save up to 17% on your order. This is all custom woodworking done right here in America, sent directly to your door. It is a veteran-owned, veteran-operated company. One of my favorite pieces right here just because it was a Let's Go Brandon piece, and I just thought it was hysterical. And uh, VLIN loves it, too. We gotta, we're we going to put some lacquer on it to make it a little bit more def uh, clear. But I'm telling you right now, this one's a, a killer. We One of the things we, we just saw him last night, we hung out with them at a Christmas party. One, one of the few great things I love about this company, we, I just love the way that they can, if you can think of it, they can do it. So again, reach out Coastal Marsh Customs, Inc., uh, Coastal Marsh Customs at gmail.com and use promo code Defiant. It's going to save you up to 17% on your order. And even VLAN's got some stuff coming too. She asked for some stuff last night. So I'm kind of looking forward to see what he does with the stuff that VLAN asked for because she's never easy to please. <laughs> So, and don't forget, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. And but it goes on because you know Biden could, didn't just stop there. He didn't stop with just voting. Oh no, no. But hold on. But so before we get to that, um, because of course his administration had to backpedal and tried to cover up everything that he said here, right? Yep. Because that's that's their job. Like that's their well, primary no, no, no. function is to fix Biden's fuck up. No, this is the best one here is that this is the one year. This is the one I really love because it's one year in office and the guy basically rattles off all of his failures. Yeah, that's a good one too. This is probably better. I know which one you want and I'll, we'll bring that one up next. Okay. Because then it'll fall more I mean, more I put order. them in order that way. No, you didn't. Okay. No, they weren't in that order. All right, if you say so. I promise. I don't believe him. I do. <laughs> cool reopenings or closures become a potent midterm issue for Republicans to win back the suburbs. Oh, I think it could be, but I hope in God that they're, uh, that, look, maybe I'm kidding myself, but as time goes on, the voter who is just trying to figure out, as I said, how to take care of their family, put three squares on the table, stay safe, be able to pay their mortgage or their rent, et cetera, uh, has, is becoming much more informed on the... Um, the motives of... Um, some of the political players and some of the uh, and the political parties. And I think that they are not going to be as susceptible to believing some of the outlandish things that have been said and continue to be said. Yeah, we don't believe you know, a damn thing you say. Every, every president, not necessarily in the first 12 months, but every president in the first couple of years, most every president, excuse me, of the last presidents, at least four of them, have had polling numbers that are 44%. Yours is 33. Favorable. So it's this idea that, uh -huh. but you all, 33. not you all, but now it is, well, Biden's at, one poll showed him at 33%. 33. The average is 44, 45%. One poll him at 49%. No. I mean, the idea that... Um, are trying to sift their way through what's real and what's and what's fake and I many people believe joseph dum 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 
So yeah, folks, uh, there you go. And, and nobody knows what's going on there. I mean, he literally was being asked about schools closing, being forced to close and whether or not that was going to be a big push in the 2022 midterm. And he went on to talk about fucking polling numbers and voters putting three squares on the fucking table. Um, one more time, cognitive decline. It is a real thing. The guy is like, what, 74, 75 years old? No, I think he's like, I think he's 82. No, because Trump's only 72. He's older than Trump. Yeah. He's Maybe like he's 77. Years, he's like two years older than Trump. He's like 74, 75 years old. Either way. I mean, holy Jesus. He went from schools to people polling numbers. What the hell is... Wait, see what I'm talking about? At this point, you just fell out of out of your chair. You died because your blood alcohol level is 0.999 cuz you've had to take like 60 shots at this point. And he's only an hour and 20 minutes into his fucking press conference. He's 79. Even worse. Yep. Cognitive decline in seniors is a real thing. This guy is gone. And it accelerates rapidly. Once and it once it starts, it, it's it's like it's a very slippery slope. And the further you go, the faster you go. He can barely remember what he did yesterday. And this guy's got his finger over the nuclear button. Just throwing it out there. Does he though? That's a scary fucking thought. Does that he is, know? as we know for now, he's got his finger over a nuclear button. That is a really scary idea that this idiot who can't tell his asshole from his elbow is in control of our nuclear arsenal let alone has any decision what happens with the United States military. Uh, I mean, even the fact that Tilly's a great big pussy and nobody really cares about him, it is the whole point that this guy, this is the guy, this is where the buck stops. This guy, the buck stops here. Yeah, uh, what buck? It stops in his depends. That's where it stops. It doesn't stop anywhere in his brain. That's for damn sure because there's nothing going through there except a lot of air. This guy's absolutely fucking retarded. Uh, he is retarded. And I... I, I cool. Any reopening any person that listens uh, tells me differently now you're wrong so jen pisaki had to work on everything from this speech it was quite funny so i if you did not catch her briefing this morning at 9 a.m don't worry you didn't miss anything really wasn't all that important anyway but to watch this woman and like i i called it the potomac two-step back in the day um her feet got tangled up this morning and it was quite comical twice um yeah she pretty much tripped fell right on her fucking face yeah and then she lost her mind she got angry well of course i mean why not right because that's, that's what they do that's when what they, the whole administration they, is doing when they cannot fight you with facts they fight you with personal attacks and when that doesn't work they just get angry i mean what was it on nbc this morning on the today show fucking kamala harris lost uh, i'm sorry i pronounced camel her name camel yeah. toe per, um she went off on old savannah Savannah Guthrie? Yeah, she went off on her. She's like, well, if you would let me finish, I am the vice president of the United oh, States. Right. I might know something about this. And yeah, I was like, no, you don't know shit about Whoa. shit. Whoa. Nope. The last thing you knew was whose balls were in your mouth. I mean, I'm sorry, Willie on your Brown. chin. Anyway, Willie let's... Brown. <laughs> Willie Brown. <laughs> she wears, still wears a lot of pantsuits. See, by the way, I just noticed that again. Anyway, uh, let's see what old uh, Peppermint Patty had to say about this, because this is interesting. Piz Nazi. The Piz Nazi. The Piz Nazi. Let's circle back to that. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Either way. The questions about um, uh, about voting rights and mm -hmm. the integrity of the election. You said the president's intention was not to cast out on the upcoming midterms. But when a reporter followed up 
the president said to him, I'm not saying it's going to be legit. The increase in the prospect of being illegitimate is in direct proportion to us not being able to get these reforms passed. So yes or no, does the president believe if all remains as it is right now that the elections this fall will be legitimate? He's, but yes, but what he is, what the point he was making is that as recently as 2020, as we know, look how bad she tripped up there. Uh, yeah, was trying but, 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 to uh, yes. work with local officials to overturn the vote count and not have ballots counted, and we have to be very eyes wide open about that and clear eyed that that is the intention potentially of him and certainly of, of members of his party. So to be clear, the president is satisfied, even if, because yesterday obviously voting rights hit a wall in Congress right now without, without the votes for the filibuster rules to be changed, and given the conversation you just had about other avenues that could be taken, if there, is, if there are no changes in terms of voting rights legislation going forward, the president does still feel confident that the elections this fall will be legitimate. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Now. So. Uh, no, a that but would be a no. Uh, I think the more important part of that was the telling sign of her, like absolutely going like kind of bonkers because she's like, "What? You're asking me these questions?" And now she's—I don't know if you all noticed this, but if you watched the press conference, you watched the her press conference that she did this morning. She actually called on Republican reporters. Hmm. Why? Hmm. Interesting. I, I'm just wondering why. Does anybody know? You know? No, I don't know. Okay. Well, what was one of the biggest complaints they had? Uh, that they never got called on? Correct. So what are they trying to do? Oh, well, no, we're battling. You know, it's like he got his report card. He took his report card, saw all his failing grades. Yeah, and it was said, a 33. Okay. Oh, it's actually, come on. We like know, a 28. We, we know it's more like a 23. All right, 20, um, 22. Because yeah. I heard another number. But anyway, he looked at where all his failing grades were. And he said, oh, if I fix this, it'll bring it up here. And if I fix this, it'll bring it up here. So in the press, he did a press conference. That's number one. He said there's going to be more of them, which I found that interesting too, because he tried to do a two-hour press conference and he barely got the fuck away with it. And without falling over, I mean, I mean, I think his depends were full when he was done, but I'm not sure about that. I, I don't have any actual on the ground, like, you know, editorial comments from any of my people on the inside. Maybe that's what he was doing every time he was like, uh, 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 uh. He, he was checking the level in his depends. Well, it depends. It I mean, depends. that's what he Maybe. said. Yeah. I okay. mean, he said that on several occasions. Well, yeah. it depends. It depends. Uh, it's not, that's not your name, Joe. Your name's written above the depends. Yeah. No, it's Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, he, he's gone back on this and this, this voting thing is really going to end up biting him in the ass. Yeah, it is. And he's really laid into this. And now he's even going even further forward with it. Because now he's pushing the voter thing for not only 2022, but now he's also saying about 2024. And reporters rightfully are asking, finally, the right questions. Uh, not the ones that I would ask, but the right questions. I mean, they're, I guess they're weighing. They're actually asking questions. Well. Well, all right. So they're actually, it sounds like they're asking questions that they came up with, not that they're necessarily good questions, but it no longer sounds like they're asking questions that were given to them in advance. No, I don't think that they're taking the questions at the White House anymore in advance. I think they ended that practice and now they are merely just asking questions that they have. Yeah. 
And the, instead of the White House having a chance to prepare him and get him ready for answers um, and prep him on the questions he's being asked, they're actually asking questions off the cuff. And when he said he was going to, I I wish somebody could have cut to Piznazi's face yesterday when he said, no, nah, I think I'm going to sit up here for a little bit longer and take some more questions. I wish somebody cut to her face because I bet her face was like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How dare you? I mean, I bet it was that type of shit, but either way. So Piznazi actually sent out a tweet uh, the other day after all of this concerning his... Uh, actually, this was this morning. Yeah. Well, it was this morning concerning what happened yesterday during his uh, during POTUS's press conference. And uh, she was, uh, as v -Lynn said earlier, she was on Fox News this morning, which Fox News was completely blown away by this. Um, as I am, because Fox News still sucks. It doesn't change anything. Even the news, even the Newsmax guy got called on and he sucked too because he just talked about cognitive decline instead of anything real. Um, where are these real questions, well, reporters? That, that is real, but um, given, no, no. given Joe's state of cognitive decline, I think a question on cognitive decline probably went over his head. Exactly. He doesn't know what the <laughs> fuck they're talking about. He's like, huh? huh? My doctor's told me nothing about this. I'm not sure what you're talking about. But anyway... So she goes on the record this morning, which is great. I mean, wonderful. We finally see her on a red news, a red leaning newscast, not necessarily a red newscast because they're definitely not red. Controlled I can opposition, tell you that right but now. yeah, okay. Uh, so uh, let's see what, they, what she had to say. I mean, because she, she said some shit. Yeah, so her tweet says, let's be clear. POTUS was not casting doubt on the legitimacy of the 2022 election. He was making the opposite point. In 2020, a record number of voters turned out in the face of a pandemic and election officials made sure they could vote and have those votes counted. I don't think that's what he's saying. I, I, and if that's the case, again, why are they trying so hard to change things? Why are they trying to secure elections that were... So already secure. so secure that we had the most secure election the most secure election in history in history and uh, that's a great question but uh do we and, let and how are they claiming that we're suppressing the vote when as she said right here a record, record number of voters yep. turned out who yep. is suppressed yeah who oh, couldn't shit. vote do we let this play yeah play it I, I casting doubt on the legitimacy of the 2022 election. He was making the opposite point in 2020. A record number of voters turned out in the face of a pandemic and election officials made sure they could vote and have those votes counted. But here's what the president said yesterday afternoon. Well, it all depends on uh, whether or not we're able to make the case to the American people that some of this is being set up to try to alter the outcome of the election. The increase in the prospect of being illegitimate is in direct proportion to us not being able to get these, these reforms passed. Last night on the eve of his anniversary in office, those reforms failed. So I'm curious if he will continue to say that those 2022 elections will be illegitimate. Well, first, uh, I've talked to the president a lot about this, and he absolutely is not predicting uh, that the 2022 elections would be illegitimate. The point he was raising was both that in 2020, even amongst challenging circumstances, efforts to suppress the vote and in uh, the midst of a pandemic, there was record turnout, Democrats and Republicans, record turnout to go to the polls. And the point he was making is that the former president asked a number of states, seven or more, in fact, 
to overturn the outcome of the election. Uh, now, obviously, if there's an effort to do that, we've got to fight against that. That's what our commitment is to doing. But he was not making a prediction. He has confidence in the American people. And we're going to do everything he, we he can to protect people's he, rights. He mentioned the minority vote. I mean, he was pretty brash about it. And you're right. We had the largest turnout we've seen on a percentage basis in 120 years. And states are changing their own laws as we speak. Joe Biden's lived in Delaware for 70 years, and they're going to have early voting for the first time this coming and, November in 22. And Bill, it should be a baseline. Everybody should have access to early voting. You know, if you're a parent of two kids or three kids, I have two, some people have three, four or more, it is challenging. You should have Somebody more places chose you can to drop off your ballot. Him? You should have more places you can early vote. She's a that droid. should be a baseline everywhere across the country. And as it relates to the minority vote, we know that voter suppression impacts minority communities the most. Part no. of what the John Lewis Voting Rights Act is trying to do is make it harder for states that have a history of that to change their laws to make it even more difficult. They have to get approval from the Department of Justice. We think that's entirely reasonable. And I will say that a lot of Republicans in the past 16 who are still in the Senate today have supported the protection of voting rights in the past. So his question is, why wouldn't this be a bipartisan effort? All right. Well, this uh, this issue will certainly continue. You know. Okay. So no. whose whose rights are being suppressed? Nobody's. Who in America cannot vote right now? I I, I don't know of a soul. Felons and illegals. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, oh no, that's not true. That's not true. Illegals can York, vote in now. New York and California. So that's not true. Can vote and actually here in Georgia, felons can vote. You know, in addition, well, here in that's New York, not a, uh, the city council that's just not all of them. They were I mean, sending mail-in ballots to the prisons. Well, the they're not supposed to be. Well, but if they're not if they're not convicted, they are allowed to vote. You're absolutely right. And if they're if they're a misdemeanor, not a felon, correct? Then they can vote. That's correct too. Correct. So it's not actual. Pretty sure some of those felon votes got slipped in there, though. Wouldn't surprise me. Especially and, up and in the Tara Atlanta said he's area. that that kid is still definitely a virgin. I completely agree, Tara. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. No argument there, madame. But either way, um, he he just I, I just whatever the voting thing is going to be bad for him. It's going to flop on him. He's going to have some serious problems with it. I don't think he's going to get it passed. Uh, we oh, know no, it's shut down there. He's not getting it passed. He's not getting anything passed. He is completely, he is a lame duck president in his first year. We know that it died last night. Uh, we know that the vote went through cinema and mansion, both ended up on the Senate, on the Republican Senate side. And, uh, they squashed that, uh, today it was now he's looking back into the infrastructure bill and breaking it up into several different parts, which as Pelosi came out and said, um, after her second or third fifth of vodka, I'm pretty sure, uh, really when her dentures were falling out, just going on. <laughs> Tay was slobbering. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was all the, over the fucking place. What, what, but what um, she was sloppy. Say? She was sloppy drunk today. Pelosi was sloppy drunk today. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, it was. Pelosi was sloppy drunk. Yeah, but you got to. You got to make a, them teeth. You got to make them teeth a clacking noise. Oh, I don't so, have dentures. I can't make I know. It's impossible. <laughs> and I haven't so, had a drink in like four months. So it's hard for me to stay drunk. She was out there today. She said, well, well, this is a, this is a, 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 Re, uh, what is it? Uh, it's a no. It's not a resolution. It's a. Um, I forget what she said it was, but it's not really important because she's not going. They're not going to get that passed either. No. She's trying to keep it as one bill. Joe Biden's looking at it as breaking it up into three different ones and trying to find out. He's like, well, I wish I could only figure out how I could get. You know, this morning when he was in his uh, little Oval Office, or not the Oval Office, but he was in the uh, Eisenhower Building. Yeah. Nah, no, he wasn't. He was actually in the White House. He was in the. Uh, 
the executive meeting room, the, the conference table. And he's sitting there with, uh, cause he's starting the council of mayors is this week. And uh, all the mayors from all the big cities that are up there that are now suffering from his fucking wave on fucking police, his attack on police, that now they have this massive rise in crime are now there pounding on the table going, hey, what are you fucking doing for my city, ass clown? And um, he sat there and made a small speech scripted, um, which he read from a piece of paper to walk back some of his comments, especially about the Ukraine and about Russia and what was going on there. Yeah, we'll get to that too. And what he said about that. But... He, he brought up the point that, you know, the voting thing, uh, he's, he, well, since obviously also the bill died last night in, in the Senate, um, he brought up the point that he's going to shift his attention to the Build Back Better plan, and uh, he's going to break that up. He wants to look at breaking it up, and he said, you know, I only wish I could figure out what Joe Manchin and Christian Sinema are looking for out of a bill. Well, why doesn't he ask them? Hey, you're the fucking president of the United States. You pick up a phone and you call those senators and you say, what exactly are you looking for in this? What is wrong with doing that? According to them, he's not reached out to them not since once. before Christmas. Not once. And Kamala once. has been a ghost since the election. Yeah. So uh, we're, no one's a mind reader, especially not you, Joe. If you want to know what those senators want, pick up the phone and ask them. You know, I... I I heard of Trump doing it more than once. I mean, reaching across the aisle. That's that's not even reaching across the aisle. You can't even call that bipartisan. That they're in yeah, your you're, fucking you're, party. They're in your party. I mean, For that real. that doesn't get any worse. That just means you're a horrible communicator and you suck at life. Maybe you should think about a new job. No, just saying. No, you know what? I, I think I know what it is. Okay. Depends. They, they only have digital phones in the White House. Oh, uh, he still doesn't know how to work. He that. doesn't know how to use that. I, they I, should stick oh, a, they stop, 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 stop. a rotary phone I, in I, there. I did hear that. I actually, okay, whoa. Now, <laughs> you heard actually, that? Yeah, no, 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 for real. Nope, for reals. The um, Your friend, Secret Service yeah. was asked uh, if a rotary phone could be put in the Oval Office because Joe doesn't know how to transfer calls. The problem is, is one of the lines that is in the Oval Office is a very secure line. And uh, the only way they do it now is digitally. Yeah, you can't have it. Uh, analog phones don't work with digital lines. No. So they had to figure out, I, I don't know how they did it, but they did figure out a way to do it to where there's nothing on it. And he can all he has to do is pick it up. Wow. So this guy... This kind of leads to that whole story that we broke a while ago where we talked about he was walking around the White House shitting himself yeah. and the Secret Service was Afraid literally was fall down the stairs worried the the night. Yeah. that he was going to hurt himself. That yeah. was their worry. It had nothing to do with the fact that he was walking around shitting himself. But the fact that he was walking around butt naked shitting himself is a bit disturbing. And yeah. A full grown man is walking around butt naked in the White House shitting himself. There is an issue there. Little Whether bit. you want to... Believe it or not, there's a fucking issue. Maybe we should hook him up with Dr. Lewis for his digestion. I don't know. I think his digestion's <laughs> working just great. I think he just forgot where the shitter was. Could you imagine that? The dude's walking around just a pair of slippers and shit's just rolling down his legs and he's just sliding. That's so and disgusting. No, like somebody stop him, stops him and he goes, no, no, and he looks at him, he goes, Mr. President. And he goes, who? Uh, I was looking for- I think, uh, he, was, I think he went that way. Uh, I was looking for the- uh, Where's the blue room at? <laughs> I could so see that too. Man, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so now he takes some questions about, I uh, believe this is the Ukraine incident. Uh, we're, we're about to see. Yes. 
such a stalwart effort to make sure that the most important thing was that President Biden didn't get anything done. Think about this. What are Republicans for? Oh, no, this is what are Republicans for? for? Name me one thing they're for. And so the problem here is that I think what's happens, what I have to do life, liberty and the 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 change in, in tactic, if you will, I have to make clear to the American people what we are for. We've passed a lot. We passed a lot of things that people don't even understand what's all that's in it, understandably. Remember when we passed the such a stalwart effort. Wait a minute. Um, People don't even understand what's in it, understandably. Yeah. People don't understand what's in it. We've passed so many bills that people don't understand. What have you done? You haven't done shit. You he he literally keeps saying these two things. He has not done a thing. Look at his track record. Every bill that has been sent has failed. Minus the uh the infrastructure bill. That's the only one that passed. That's the only bill so far that he that has gotten to his desk. Okay. Well I want everything else died at the Senate. I want it I want it. Take this opportunity to answer his question because he asked a legitimate question. What are Republicans for? Can anyone tell me what Republicans are for? No, I can tell you what Republicans are for. Oh, you can? Yes, absolutely. Limited government, lower taxes, states' rights. Oh, the shit you mean I said like six or seven months ago. Yeah. Uh, the right to life. Yeah, right to bear arms. The, the right to bear arms. Basically... The Constitution. No, actually, you're talking about the Bill of Rights. But let's start with just the free, basics. Free speech. Let's talk about the basics no here. censorship. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. That's what Republicans are for. You do you, just let me do me. So That's what Republicans are for. My question, Joe, is... Fuck off and leave me your alone. Your predecessors, especially on your side of the aisle. Oh, and lower um, gas prices and mean tweets. That's what Republicans are for. Apparently. <laughs> I'll take lower gas prices and mean tweets well, over this bullshit that, any that's, day. That's what Trump supporters are for, at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, they're Joe. It's not just Republicans. We also call ourselves patriots. patriots. Just so you're aware. Actually, I, I, I don't identify as a Republican. I identify as a patriot, unlike some other people. So I hope that like everybody caught our last episode with... Uh, Justin from Cannabis Justin and Combat. Justin from Cannabis and Combat. If you was, have not seen... Direct reference... That is absolute fire. Um, yeah, it is. And I, I got to tell you, folks, uh, it is, he's a great dude. And we're definitely going to have him on our show a lot more. Yeah. Um, I support everything he's doing over there at Cannabis in Combat. Uh, even though I, I don't smoke dope. Hey, shoot me. But I'm not a dope smoker. But that's not what his but show is about. I, I get it. Would you, would you just fucking shut up for yeah, okay. five seconds? <laughs> Jesus Christ, woman. Yeah, I know. I got to <laughs> mute you all the time. So, but I know that's not what his show is about. And that's my point. What he says is the same shit I say. We call out the same punks. We call out the same people. We tell them they're punks. He's bigger than I am. But I'll tell you what, I just don't fist fight anymore. You come at me, you better play. I hope you're wearing <laughs> some fucking, get shot. I hope you have some ballistic body armor. That's all I can say, because I'm going to hit you with something big. Because but either way, we're, we're past the fun of fighting at this point, right? Because that's what it is, right? Fist that's what young is, kids do. That's, that was fun. Fist fighting. When I was a kid. Yes. Now, now if you fuck around, you're going to find out. Yeah. There's and I got some shit that no make you find fun. out. Trust me. But anyway, this all kind of revolves around this free speech thing that you that people just can't seem to wrap their heads around. Understand if we just trim a little fat off the constitution, it doesn't make it better. 
It makes it worse because if you give a mouse a crumb, what's the next thing he's going to ask for? He's going to ask for a glass of milk because that's the way tyranny works. They want to take away all our rights. If every Understand that if everybody goes out and gets a vaccine tomorrow because the government told them to do it, that at the end of tomorrow, the next day, they're going to come and ask for all your guns. The same thing applies here. Where do we stop? Where do we draw the line in the sand? Where do we stop as Americans and say, whoa, get the fuck off my freedoms before I mud stomp your skull into the ground? Do you stop when someone tells you you can't say, let's go, Brandon, in a public place? No, they, that's the point. Or when someone tells you you can't say, build the wall in yeah. a public place? Where do you stop? Where 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 does it end? Where, where does it stop? That might seem so little and insignificant, but... Again, it's that slippery slope. You start at the top of that slope and you start sliding and you slide faster and faster and faster until you hit the bottom and you crash. You're like a train derailment without any brakes. Yes. You're go and you're exactly going, right. oh, and by the way, you're going downhill. And it starts with, let's go, Brandon. It, it starts with everything. It starts with the most menial thing. It doesn't seem like a lot. I get it. But when I hear people walk around and bitch and complain, why don't people just go get their fucking vaccine and just yeah. make it safer? Nobody gives a fuck about you. This isn't about you. This is about all of us and everyone's right, period. This isn't about, this is what our forefathers, they saw this. They saw this 200 fucking plus years ago. They saw it. They knew it. They understood it. They said, look. You cannot infringe upon these rights. That's exactly what the word, wording is in the Constitution. These rights are given to us, endowed to us by our creator, by God. Joe Biden is not my fucking creator. I didn't fall out of his ass and roll down his leg and end up in a fucking brown stain on the floor in the White House. That is not the case. He is not my creator. If he, you want him to be your creator, please move to D.C. No, go get the vaccine. So a great friend to us and a great friend to you all that he comes on our show all the time, Dr. Sherwood. He's been on our show, Left, Right, and Center. Uh, we bring him on uh, to talk about especially medical stuff. Uh, he is a naturopath. He is a naturopathic doctor, so you're aware. Um, and he gives us a lot of great info and a lot of great stuff that will help you in your life so you feel better, not only about your mental well, not only about your physical well-being, but your mental well-being as well. And, and don't forget about your spiritual well-being. Absolutely. Because they've got the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, he and his wife. His wife is an allopathic doctor, so uh, he's the naturopath. She's more the traditional doctor. Between the two of them, they focus on your overall health because it's great to treat your physical body, but if you're not healthy mentally and you're not healthy spiritually, then you're not truly healthy. So... Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Patriot Party and you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on any order of the supplements that are he supplies there. Go there, check it out. Uh, Dr. Sherwood, again, he's a great friend to our show. He's been with us uh, for a long time now. We've brought him on. He's been on a bunch of our shows. Yeah, if you haven't listened Dr. to him Sherwood. speak, come on here. Listen to one of our old shows. You can listen to Dr. Sherwood. He will tell you all about the the, the stuff you're getting. You can also get uh, uh, DNA uh Genetic testing, Genetic testing. Yep, at his clinic yep. in Tulsa. And they do that all, they, it doesn't go to China. So you don't have to worry about your DNA going to China. You don't have to worry about anybody supporting Chinese Wuhan lab crap, lab leak crap. Just check it out. Dr. Sherwood dot, dot TV forward slash Patriot Party. And you're going to get his free ebook and you're going to save up to 10% on anything you get there. So folks go there today, give it a shot.
because this brings us to my next po- next point. National divorce. It's coming. It's going to happen. This is like sex with Kobe, folks. It's going to fucking happen. And with a Ouija board or not, it don't matter now. This ghost will come and rape you in the middle of the night. It don't matter if he flew into a, a fucking mountain or not. But I guarantee Kobe's still alive because he was sucking down adrenochrome too. Okay. And if you don't think he was a pedophile, you're higher than a kite. It's not going to come amicably. Nope. It ain't. It's not. This, this is not going to be pretty. This is, this is, is going to get worse. This is a knockdown, drag out fight with evil lawyers on both sides trying to get the most out of the other one. 30 plus lawyers on both sides. With Put a, me on. a custody battle yep. and, you know, 130 million children in, in the swing. Yep. And we're talking about states that are in the middle that don't declare either way. Yeah. And uh, hey, West Virginia, if you, you know, it's good for you. You're going to get rid of the, your blue folks. You're going to make that bitch I mean, a whole red state on, and you're honestly, going to come to our side. This, this might, cause I want some moonshine. Just saying. Okay. So, you know, they say that the micro reflects the macro and the macro reflects the micro, right? So when something happens on a small scale, you see it reflected on a larger scale and vice versa. So if we have this national divorce on a large scale, we're going to see the same thing on a smaller scale. You're going to see states, individual states splitting up. Yeah. You're going to see Northern California breaking off from Southern California and becoming two states. You're going to see, yep. what was it, Arizona or Nevada that was suing to, uh, a whole county was suing to to join another no, that state? No, uh, that was up in uh, uh, Iowa. Iowa or North Dakota? Something. something yeah, yeah, Montana. North Montana. Northern okay, Montana. Yeah, there we and go. they were looking to break away to go, or uh, no, I'm sorry, Oregon into Montana. There you and go. Oregon was, yeah. uh, that county in Oregon was looking to join Montana. Exactly. And I mean, the same, New York too. Yeah. You're going to see, there's, there's a lot of red in New York. It's not in the city, but there's a lot of red in New York. Um, North Carolina. Well, New York's going to be the crazy one because New York, it's uh, mostly northern New York outside of the city. We're talking uh, Poughkeepsie and above, yeah. and you've got a lot of red players up there. But the other problem with New York is there's a lot of business in New York. Um, there's obviously Wall Street. There's New York City. There's but so much there. It's all gone virtual. It's all gone virtual in the last two years. And no that's one has to be there what anymore. a lot of companies are beginning to yes. worry about because now you don't need the physical building anymore. You don't need the office space. You know, back in the day, but, it was a picture of... I'm doing great as a businessman if you owned a building down on Fifth Avenue in New York City. But you know what companies are finding now with this virtual, with everything gone virtual? A lot of people are fucking pulling the wool over other people's eyes. Uh, well, yes, there's two things that are coming to light. One, um, the the level of incompetence of so many people previously um, is, oh, yeah. is really coming to light now. And the other one is productivity because they're saving so much money on overhead from not having to pay rent and electric and cleaning and whatever on these gigantic buildings. But at the same time, when you don't have coworkers talking to each other, collaborating with each other, when they've never even met in person, they don't know each other, they're not nearly as productive as when they're in an office. And you might think that, you know, you go into the office and you spend half your day hanging around the coffee maker at the, the freaking water jug or outside smoking a cigarette. But even when you're at the coffee maker or the water jug or smoking a cigarette, you're with your coworkers and normally you're talking about work. That in and of itself is still can still be considered productive. And educational at the same time. Exactly, right? You're talking about this happened on this project. What could we have done better? Um, you know, coming up with ideas, brainstorming, getting to know your coworkers makes a huge difference in your productivity. Absolutely. And if you don't even ever meet your coworkers besides a Zoom screen, 
you're not nearly as productive and they're having big, big issues with that. Well, and you end up with one person on a team. Who's doing all the work. Who's doing all the work. Yep. And normally it's the team leader because they know what they've got to do, what they've got to accomplish, how to accomplish it. And they don't have uh, the reach out session that they could have if they were in the office. Not necessarily. Now that's true in the military. Team leaders are, are the, the go-to people in the military. But in the business world, I have to say, for the most part, um, that wasn't always true. It was your number two. Your team Your team leader was a fucking figurehead, right? Okay. Uh, it, Immaterial. Either way, you have you the have one, one person yes. who's working. We get it. Yep. I'm I'm just giving that as an example. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying that, like, look, you have one person that's doing all the work. Yep. Does it fucking matter who's really doing it or not? No. 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 Well, the end of the day. For the fact that the one person who's doing all the work at this point is probably not the highest paid person on the team. So I don't really have any idea because this one came from C-SPAN, but we're going to watch this one, see where this one goes. I think this is the Ukraine. Oh, uh, it depends. How long is this? I have no idea. I think this is the Ukraine one. We'll see. Minute 14. Okay. Yeah, probably. All right. Because the other one's shorter. In June, uh, you said to us uh, about President Putin, I think the last thing he wants now is a Cold War. Now, since then, of course, you've seen him gather these troops, 100,000 troops around Ukraine. Has your view of him changed in the past uh, few months? The answer is that... Um I think he still does not want any full-blown war, number one. Number two, do I think he'll test the West, test the United States and NATO as, as uh, significantly as he can? Yes, uh, Somebody dropped something. But I think he'll pay a serious and dear price for it that he doesn't think now will cost him what it's going to cost him. My guess is he will move in. He has to do something. And by the way, I've indicated to him the two things he said to me that he wants, guarantees on. One is Ukraine will never be part of NATO. And two, that NATO or the there will not be strategic weapons stationed in Ukraine. Okay, so two reasons why that caused such a hissy fit throughout the world, okay? The biggest being, first of all. How, how do you have a partial invasion? First of all, this dumbass started out by saying that Russia was going to invade Ukraine. So if you understand what that means politically, there was a bunch of people in Ukraine that basically went through two emotions. First one was shit and run. So that's exactly what happened there. The second part of this is what that Putin promised Biden. Uh, uh, don't worry about it, folks. I've already talked to him. The two things he guaranteed me was that Ukraine does not become part of NATO. You all do realize that Ukraine's been trying to become part of NATO for well over 15 years now. Yeah, like 20 and years. And every time that they've asked for permission to join NATO, they've been shit-canned, even though they've been identified as a NATO country. Yeah. And sought NATO protection several times from Russia based on this one thing. So this is huge for Ukraine to hear from the sitting U.S. president. Oh, by the way, yeah, you're not going to be a part of NATO. Yeah, no, you're not going to be. And Russia's going to invade you. Yeah. And we're not going to do anything. And we're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. We're going to levy sanctions against them. Even, even though you're, you know. You Big are. fucking deal. Jesus Christ, Joe. You are okay. such a walking colostomy bag of fuck-ups. Okay, go go back to the clip of um, Piz of Piznazi on Fox. 
I can't. I've you get rid of it already? Yeah. Fuck, because there's two. I'll, I'll resend it to you because there's actually two more parts of that that we need to play that are in uh, her response to what he said. Well, while, you, while you're doing that, uh, we're going to go to this one real quick because this is a good one too. We're just really breaking up his speech because there's so much in that speech, folks. I, I apologize if you've already heard it, but we're going to, we're rehashing it just to make sure everybody got the same thing. Yeah, this is even better. I didn't overpromise, and what I have probably uh, outperformed what anybody thought would happen. Uh, you didn't re- outperform re- re- shit. Real quick, folks, I- I'm just going to ask a general, general, uh, a quick. I'm going to, I'm going to co- collect a quick poll, um, just so you all know that uh, we're we're doing this for real. Um, this is going on. So, real quick, everybody that's on the feed right now, and I got a bunch of people in here. Uh, do me a favor, uh, post on here, if you would, please, whether or not you think that Joe Biden has outperformed his expectations for his first year in office. If you agree, please post a message. Um, and uh, I would, I, I just love this. I'd, I'd love to, to catch on to that because I, I'd love to see it. I, I think it's well worth our time. And President um, kicking off his uh, second. Shit. Has he outperformed our expectations? Yes. In his first year in office. So all those that are watching right now that are on the feed and Twitch, please do me a favor and either, uh, if you think he's outperformed, post a thumbs up. If you think he has underperformed, thumbs down. I would say he's outperformed. I did not think he could be quite as bad as he is. And I had very low expectations for him and he's completely defeated them. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of to the point right now with the, if he's outperformed or underperformed because he's still alive. And that was there is that we, the, we remember I yeah. had him in my COVID pool. Yeah, you did have him he was number three in my COVID pool. Yep. So I was kind of thinking that was what was going to take him out. It didn't um, in the Deadpool. I or, have or maybe it did. And they you know, th- this really is a guy in a mask. I haven't chosen yet in my Deadpool. I, okay. I'm still still selecting. So remember, we do have a dead for all our new listeners that are just joining us on Twitch tonight. Yes. Um, if you don't know, we have a Deadpool going on. We for, have a vaccine Deadpool. Yes. For who's next to die and the vaccine deaths. So right now, uh, who did you take? You took you took a couple weird ones, awkward ones. Um, I did. Joy Behart, I believe, was one. No, 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 no. no. Or is it Joy Reid? Which no. are the joys? They're supposedly the, the happiest women in the world, yet they're the most they're insufferable the most bitches to be around. women in the world. Yes. Um, and they're both named Joy. It's... Almost like idiocracy. Yeah. So uh, in that that clip of Piznazi that I sent back to you, go to the oh, eight, Jesus. Eight, eight minute, 32 second mark. All right, hold on. I'm going to fast forward it to that point somewhere. Yeah, there you go. 830? 8.30? 8.30. All right. I guess we'll play this. Give us just a sec. We're going to blow this So shit. this was Jen's, um, there's two parts to her reaction. And then once you go through this, then we'll we'll fast forward another two minutes as well. Uh, but all right. Here you go. Uh, yeah. I don't that that wasn't that. it. Yeah. Because that's not in the right spot. So. Okay. Let me go back to the show real quick. and bring Well, it. you fix it. Yeah. Fantastic. So you can go ahead and talk there. Okay. I'm still trying to remember who I put in. Oh, I took Bernie with a side of Kathy Griffin. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I took Bernie because I think they're going to kill Bernie because I think that he's starting to crack and he's, he's held up for a long time, you know, after 2020, because he should have been a, a candidate in 2020. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, no, they, they. He's straight up a communist, though. Oh, no, he is. Absolutely. Um, I'm not saying I wanted him to be the candidate. I'm saying that he should have been the candidate based on his performance in the primaries. He should have been the candidate in 2020. And they stole that shit away from him. Or they they bought it from him um, because although he's a communist, he's an elite communist, you know, like most communists are like, oh, we'll take everything. I want it all, you know, like we share and share alike. But no, no, Bernie's like, no, no, you, you pee on starve and... I want it all. What 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 comment is has you cracking up here? <laughs> Tara got me really good. Tara got you really good. Yeah, okay. she repeated my own line to me. She said a walking bag, a walking colostomy bag of fuck ups. <laughs> Thank you for that one. Yeah, that was that was a one timer. I mean, that really just slipped out real easy. Uh, TTX okay. land uh, says thumbs down. Duh. So uh, pretty much we're at a hundred percent. Percent on out, Joe sucks. He, he, he hasn't <laughs> not outdone himself. Uh, Tara said he's outdone himself, but not necessarily outdone or outperformed. LOL. Maybe outperformed and shitting his pants. Absolutely, See, completely agree. He has outperformed himself. No one expected him to be quite this. Bad. Nobody expected him to live this long. Well, I mean, come on, let's be honest about this. Or still be president after a year. Absolutely. I mean, that's true too. And I took Kathy Griffin as my my other one, um, simply because when I Googled what celebrity has COVID right now, uh, she she came up and I was like, oh, she's going to die. <laughs> well, did she get a booster? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. She's trace facts. What, what, I'm yeah, just making what, sure. That, that was actually, that was in, in my search. What celebrity... Um, just, just, oh, it was not, has COVID. What celebrity just got their booster shot? So we're going to put so together a board. Up. So there's yeah. going to be like boxes and it'll be like, uh, if you were playing for the Super Bowl type thing, Yeah, it'll be hysterical. I can't wait. So just I, I stand by folks. We got some more stuff coming. It's going to be fun. Whiteboard. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's so good. real quick. Here's uh Piznazi with the murder rate hitting a 25 year high. Actually, this goes right into Ukraine, but yeah, go ahead from within his okay, own Okay, two more topics here on Russia. What, what would the White House consider to be a, quote, minor incursion? Well, let me be very clear on what the president has conveyed directly to President Putin. If there is any movement of military troops across the border into Ukraine, if that is, uh, if they go into Ukraine and invade, that is an invade, that is an invasion. There will be severe economic consequences. It is also true. And Bill, I was at the State Department, and Dana was at the State Department back in 2014. We saw some of this back then. There's a range of tactics the Russians use, whether it's the little green men, as they're called, or it's cyber attacks, and we will be prepared to respond uh, to that as well. So we're prepared for a range of tactics they may use, but if they move their military into Ukraine, we will be responding, and we have Jen, a range of preparations As you for know that. from overnight, Kiev was, uh, I, I think the word was shocked by some of their uh, leading diplomats when they heard that comment. Uh, has there been a direct communication with Kiev today? Absolutely. There was a direct commitment. Uh, hold on. Forward to hold on. Stop, stop. There was a direct connection or, or communication with Kiev. They picked up the phone. They called Hunter, and they told him, <laughs> dude, what the fuck is going on? If your family backs out of this fucking deal, we will murder you and we will leave you with a French bow tie. And the, what a French bow tie is, is they cut your fucking throat so deep that they pull your tongue directly through your throat and they leave it hanging out of your fucking neck. I thought that so, was an Italian necktie. Uh, necktie, but they tighten a bow. That's the difference. Oh, the French tighten a bow to yeah. make it pretty? Bingo. I see. Bingo. Okay. All right. So fast forward to 1039 because she initially said, no, we've had no communication. And then um, what do you know? All there, of a sudden we there, got communication? There was a response live. 
What? While she was on, and this was classic. Epic. Read it to you. I know it's, you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. We'll read it. I together. haven't seen it yet. So it we want to remind the great powers that there are no minor incursions and small nations, just as there though. Just as there are no minor casualties and little grief from the loss of loved ones, I say this as the president of a great power. End tweet. Your reaction to that? Well, I would be very, I would be, thank you for the opportunity. Sure. All right, stop. Thank you for the opportunity. Let me, let me go back. I don't know what to say. Let um, me go back. I, I'm going to circle back to that. Okay, everybody take a look at that face. Yeah. Tell me something. Is that look like a woman? Who is ready to? That's like when I ask. She, she looks like she needs to borrow Joe's depends. That that's when I the like clean one. That looks like a look I get from her when uh -huh. I ask her, "Hey, is dinner ready?" And I just asked her like literally five seconds ago, "Is dinner ready?" <laughs> and she gives me that look like. And then she's like, before the the pot flies at my head, she's just like. Well, I'd love to answer you. Can you hold on one second? No, and no. then the pot comes flying across that's, the room. That's the look I give you when I ask you, what do you want for dinner? And you say, food. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. And then I go and I ask the guy behind the meat department at the grocery store. Do you have any, I'm, it doesn't I'm matter? For, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Where can I find that? And he sends me to aisle 16. What's on aisle 16? Dog food. Dog food. <laughs> So anyway, back to this clip, because that's just hysterical. That look, this look is to die for. I mean, it's just it's like this little, she's got her little lips pursed. She's oh, like, yeah. You motherfucker, how dare you bring this up? I don't want to do this job. I didn't ever want to do this job. I thought this was supposed to be over. It's supposed to be fun. Why did I come on Fox News? Dead. All right, so. Why would uh, I ever come on Fox News? Oh. Yeah, she doesn't want to be there. Of a great okay. power. And tweet your reaction to that. Well, I would be very, I would be, thank you for the opportunity. Sure. Let me be very clear. Uh, the president has conveyed directly to President Putin if there is the movement of any military troops across the border, that is an invasion. Uh, if they go in, that is an invasion, and there will be severe economic consequences. Uh, I know President Zelensky. I'm, I'm glad to know that Putin watches Fox News. Severe economic consequences. Didn't Putin already pull all of Russia's money out of the international banks and started their own bank and put them back on the gold standard? I, I believe so. So what kind of economic... And isn't, isn't their economy better than ours right now? I believe, yeah, a little bit. It's not as good. It's mm. competitive. It's competitive. It's competitive. Okay. Yeah. Um, Economic sanctions, huh? I, I don't know exactly. We don't have enough food to feed our own people right now. I don't know what we could levy against them. That's what I'm talking about. What kind of economic sanctions could we levy against I mean, them to make it so painful? It's not even like we could even like stop them from building an oil pipeline because we just gave we them approval to do it. it. I, I don't, I don't. Okay. He knows that. We've conveyed that. Uh, it is also true, as President Zelensky has experienced, that there are a range of tactics the Russians yeah. use. We've been warning about uh, about uh, some of those steps, including the spreading of misinformation out there, which has been widespread, was widespread in, in 2014, the use of cyber uh, tools. And we're also going to be ready to respond to that as well. And we'll be working in lockstep with the Ukraine. Jen, the, uh, you know, certainly other adversaries of the United States watch everything that the president says and that you say. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, when the president said that about minor incursion, you can imagine that everyone in Beijing was thinking, hmm, when it comes to Taiwan. And I wonder hmm. about hmm. that message, right, how it will spread even further. But also, curious about the Olympics. Does the president have any concern about the well-being and safety 
of American athletes as they head to China in this very tumultuous time? Uh, if, if he did, we would work with the U.S. Olympic Committee to address that. I will tell you, Dana, that we made a very, the president made a very clear decision about not sending a diplomatic delegation. Obviously, that wasn't for security purposes. That was sending a clear message about human rights yeah, and our concerns about that. the treatment of Uyghurs. Uh, however, uh, wow. Did she just say Uyghurs? She said Uyghurs. Oh, she did say Uyghurs? I, I could have sworn she said no, Uyghurs. No, she said Uyghurs. What is she worried about white guys walking around with low pants? I don't okay, get Okay, but so interesting that she said the president made it very clear that we are not sending any kind of a diplomatic delegation to the Olympics in Beijing because of their human rights violations, what they do to the Uyghur Muslims, and some some CEO of some Fortune 500 company, I Tara got you again, didn't she? All right, some CEO of some Fortune 500 company came out and said uh, said something about- um, I don't know if we can do this anymore. Well, no one gives a fuck about the Uyghurs anyway. What? A CEO came out and said, no one gives a shit about the Uyghurs anyway. He literally said that. Uh, and then, of course, he had to backpedal real quick. And he was like, I didn't mean that. I'm like, no, you totally meant that. And you should have stood by it because now you just sound like a pussy. But interesting that Jen said they made it very clear because right after this interview, Beijing released um, information that they have had more than 100 Americans request visas a month ago to go to the Olympics, including diplomats from the State Department. Interesting. Low-level diplomats, none of the high ones, but definitely government officials. So how- I, I guess I guess it only applies to the White House. It doesn't apply to the Congress or the Senate. I mean, I guess it only applies or to the, the White State House. the State Department, because that's yeah. where some of these visas requests were coming from. Obviously. Some low-level people in the State Department. Mm hmm, mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Just saying, once again, they lie all the time. About everything. They don't just yeah. lie about the little shit. They lie about everything. They lie about the big shit. They lie about the little shit. Remember, the, the words that are most scary to hear is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Which These Biden are pretty all... much said that the other day. He exactly. Said, don't worry, help is coming. Yeah. We don't want your help. <laughs> I don't want his help. We don't want your help. Because it comes with, it normally comes with a drone with a vaccine yeah. attached to it no that's shit. looking to fly into your arm and, and, and stick you yeah, and give you the jab. Yeah, harder. Um, okay, so, you know, there have been some questions for the past year, year now, year, year and a month, about who's really in control, right? And, we, and we've, we've actually, we've talked more about Q in the past few podcasts than we have in a very long time. That's true. Um, but we've had a lot more Q supporters too. We have had a lot of Q people on, and, and y'all know that we are big Q people. Um, but not necessarily in a, in not like the cultish Q people. Like we actually like to do our own research. Um, we just kind of use these questions to lead us every once in a while. But there have been a lot of questions about who's really in control. And there's, you know, debate going back and forth of the white hats or the black hats. Is Biden really president? Is he wearing a mask? Is Jen Piznazi a droid? She looks just like Zuckerfuck, this, that, and the other, right? There's all this stuff going on. So did Zuckerfuck get a sex change and become uh, so Nazi anyway, or Nazi get a sex change? I, I'm just going to throw one more thing into the mix here to have everyone saying, what the fuck is going on? So do me a favor and play this clip real quick because I don't know what the fuck is going on here. And we are trying to get out of here, but we're, we're trying to clean it, up it, just with a couple last ones. Yeah, it's okay. So 
So a pic of Trump giving thumbs up pops up in a Fox News live broadcast on 117.22 and not even the broadcasters notice. Priceless. Yeah. Watch this. So a pic of Trump giving a thumbs up pops up in a Fox News live broadcast on January 17, 22, and not even the broadcasters notice. Priceless. So this is obviously the morning show. Yep. Because you got Ducey and Brian Kilmeade and what's her name? And there's Trump. Look, they're just talking. They have no idea that the picture of Trump is that comes up. I'd say White Hat's in complete control. Buckle up. Buttercups. It's a national holiday and it should be. Remembering Dr. Martin Luther King, and there was a picture of Trump up there the whole time. And we're going to salute those who knew him. They had no idea. What the fuck is going on? So, well, I. Who's in control there? Did some random producer just decide to have a little fun? Is that possible? Is that is that even possible? I don't know. The the person who the person who spells terribly, who always puts the scroll on the bottom and fucks up like all the punctuation and spelling all the time. Did they pop a picture of Trump up there? I don't know. Why do you sit there looking like you have an idea what's going on and you're just not cluing the rest of us in? I, I would tell you if I, what have you always okay. told me? For all of you guys watching live on Twitch right now and you're looking at Mick's face right there, <laughs> tell me, does it not look like he knows what the fuck is going on and he's not telling us? I'm just saying. You got to wait like two minutes because <laughs> this know, is a, a little bit behind. delay. I gotcha. Okay. Yes. I believe you know what's going on and you're not telling us. I told you don't ever lie to me. Um, I I did not. I, I've, I've told you if you can't tell me something, you just say nothing or say I can't tell you, but don't ever lie to me. And here right now, you're just not saying anything. You're just have that look on your face like, uh-huh. Yeah. What exactly is it? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm dying to know. It's Scooby. It's Scooby. I'm some Scooby. I'm Scooby. <laughs> Scooby was higher than a kite. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Either way, folks, uh, That's not, we're going to wrap this up tonight. So true. Um, we've hit pretty much the high points of what's taking place. There's a lot more to come. And yes, Tara, I know we all know about Carhartt. Um, if you want to uh, look up... Uh, oh, sh- Okay, so here's the deal with Carhartt, since we did talk about it real quick. Atlas. Um, yeah. Atlas. So, all right. So Carhartt, well, everyone else, and uh, I mean, not everyone else, but like we talked about Starbucks and a bunch of other companies are like, oh, SCOTUS knocked it down. Yep. No more vaccine mandates. Fuck it. Um, Boris Johnson in the UK, no more COVID restrictions at all. Fuck it. We're done. We're just going to treat it like the flu. Just live with it. Learn how to live. Like we've been saying for a year, just live with it. It's become endemic now. It is no longer a pandemic. Um, everyone's going to get it. Hardly anyone's going to die from it. There, There it is. Yeah. Carhartt. What'd Tara say now? Maybe he was expecting another shithead comment from me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so Carhartt turned around and said, nope, we don't care. Everyone has to get vaccinated. Well, they're, they're not the only company either. They're no, don't they're understand. We're, they just happen to be the biggest name that came out with this. There are other companies that are doing this. Uh, right now, they haven't vocalized their support to make it happen. Carhartt just happens to be the first one that stepped on their crank. But understand that there's going to be more. Well, this I- is going to add to this whole, understand what this is going to add to. This is going to add to this whole national divorce. I'll tell you this, what. 
understand what I'm when I'm talking about this. I, I'm folks. I'm we want this to end am, am, amicably. Amicably. I can't even fucking say it. I know you can't. It's also midnight, but we want it to end that way. It's actually one in the morning. The point is, is the left is pushing us down a direction that it's not going to end that way. This is not going to end well. This is not going to be pretty. This is going to be some bullshit and we're all going to have to deal with it. So folks, what I'm, what I'm saying is that this is simple. We have got to, as a country, come to an understanding right now that there's nothing going to be pretty about this. But also understand that right now, because I had somebody just the other day argue with me about this. It really pissed me off because the person didn't know the first fucking thing they were talking about. They were trying to make it sound like they were really smart in the whole thing. And then I proceeded to destroy them. They used big words, but had no real ideas behind them. No, they, so the way the conversation happened was we were talking about things and they said, well, it's just like this January 6th thing. You know, these, these Republicans just wanted to take over. And I, I, I looked at him. I listened to his argument. Well, like, that's a fantastic place for me to drop in the trailer for capital punishment. You can go to hisglory.tv and use the promo code Defiant. Yeah, but it's going to suck right now because people aren't going to be able to see it that are actually watching us live. So yeah. you can't do that no more. So no, you I, suck at it. I know. But but when this actual video comes out as as the video uplo uploaded to Rumble, then you'll see the trailer right here at the 141 mark. <laughs> this is treason. Where's oh, Officer, I can't breathe. I can't even. And hey, man. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump, it's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't, we have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered and executed. The FBI, you have a federal search warrant for the property. Come out with your I step hands. out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth 
was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. Uh, I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? So either way, uh, this guy, he proceeded to tell me, well, those January 6th guys, they just fucking, they just wanted to take over. I was like, really? Okay. I was like, why? Oh, well, they just wanted to stop the election. I was like, no, no, you're wrong. And he looked at me, he goes, huh? How do you figure? I was like, uh, no, everything continued exactly how it was supposed to. I said, you're wrong because understand what would have really happened if patriots lost their ever living mind. If we were actually looking to take control of the Capitol, we would there. still be there today. And there every be- member of Congress that we considered to be a traitor would have been executed and thrown off the roof of that building. Yeah, there would be crows we, circling the Capitol. Right now, we right now have kept our composure. We've kept our anger in check. Why? I, I don't know. We go through attack after attack after attack from the left, from our own party, from our, we find our own fake triots. We just did it this week. We exposed, exposed Clay Clark for who he really is. Uh, a patriot is, spelled with a Y. He is faker than fuck, folks. Yeah, he is he censoring his is own not people. us. No. He does not believe the same things oh, we believe. Out of, out of his own mouth. When asked if he was a patriot. He's not binary. He he does not like to identify as anything. So Those were his words out of his own mouth. Are you a patriot? I, I don't like to identify as anything. So understand this. This is not about, you don't, this, uh, I, I really like Justin's theory on what we are. We're this too is, polite. No, this is a wolf den. When you step in here, you better be wearing, waving the same color that I'm waving and saying the same thing I am. Because if not, we will tear you to pieces. And this is no place to do it. No, the, the, the being polite shit's gone. It's out the window. It went out the window the day that Joe Biden was elected. The day they stole the fucking election from us, it went out the window. So, you know what? That's not true. And actually, I was going to say something. And I'm going to say it now. Um... That's not exactly true. If you've noticed for the past year on here, even after I quit my job, so so even for the past four months, I have not mentioned the name of my company, nor even the hotel chain that they ran or owned, right? I've been very careful not to do that. But I'll tell you what, um, since the SCOTUS mandate has been shut down, uh, I'm going to be making some phone calls tomorrow, and I'm going to be asking some of my friends who still work there if the mandate is still in effect for that company. And if the mandate is still in effect for that company, you're damn skippy. I'm going to be calling them out on here as Nazis. 
Okay, again, so what's the difference in what I just said? Because How did that stop anything that I just said? Because you no, said- No, because I because still haven't said, called out the company that I work for. I know. Because I'm still waiting to hear I how they're going to treat the CMH. Exactly, because you just said that we stopped being polite when Joe Biden was elected president. That's not true. We've still been polite for the last year. Now, now we're getting to the, the point where we're taking the gloves off. No, 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 no. I think you're mistaking uh, polite for- uh, reserving the right to say something because it is our job and we do make money from it. That being said, I kind of no longer have to worry about that, nor do you. And now we can say whatever the fuck we want. And it will be liberating for me to say what my company was and why the fuck I quit, especially when I find out because I'm still required to get it mandated to get a vaccine that I don't a, a don't need, but B refuse to get the third shot for yeah, and will quit in support of those other employees who also fucking refuse to get a vaccine. So I'm kind of like, no, fuck you. So look, this is the point though. This all goes hand in hand. We have to stand up for our own rights. No one else will. If you're counting on the government to do it for you, you're higher than a kite. Or if you're I counting saw, on our quote unquote leaders to do it for you, you're you're just as high. I saw somebody who said, hey, look, um, fucking, I'm so glad I didn't vote in the last election. I sat there and I, I, I pert near, it was on Justin's channel today and I, I didn't want to fucking cause any drama on his channel. So I'm not essentially going to call out one of his members, but- I really wanted to ask, why do you feel so glad that you didn't vote? You fucked the rest of us. Yeah. This is, we're in this position because people didn't go and vote. We're in this position because people went and kept this shit going the way it's going. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me skewed. I'm not saying that Trump was the right answer. Trump was a better answer than what we're dealing with right now. Right now, we got control of nothing. Yeah, but not a fucking abstaining thing. from voting. It's a cop out. Yeah, it's, it's just a cop out. You know what? It is time to choose a side. It well, is past time to choose a side. Stop. What did you used to say about not voting? I don't vote. Yeah. Why? Because I wasn't educated enough to make an informed decision. Okay. So now, now I, I see a lot more younger people, especially the younger people getting involved in voting or getting involved in politics, period. Before they had no, I have, I have a good friend of mine. We had a very long in-depth conversation the other day. He's like, well, I don't vote. And I said, you're the problem. And he took offense to that. And I said, look, it's not to be taken offense to, but you are the problem. You are the reason it's, it's a duty that was given to us by our forefathers to vote in elections, to ensure that our way of life continues. Every time you don't vote, you're not ensuring our way of life continues. Whatever you believe, I don't give a fuck. You want, you don't like Trump because he didn't legalize weed, whatever. That's fine. You don't like fucking Biden because your gas prices are 50 bucks to pump at, for a gallon of gas. Hey, that's something you and I agree on. Hey, you know what? I don't like Trump because Trump won't fucking legalize weed and tax the shit out of it because that's what I think he should have done. And I you like still get your legalization. Still but hey. Um, no, he didn't. No, he's he, not. He turned around. No, and I, I got to say, I saw a little bit more of what the ladies were talking with us about. Yeah. And we might have more to come on that one because you he- don't, You think it wasn't him too? He may have become botted because there were some definite- 
missteps, definite miscues that I was like, maybe the programming didn't make it all the way through. Because mm. Trump is very unpredictable and there's now a very large difference in something else I saw. And I was like, okay, Ooh, that's weird. We'll, we'll have to, but we'll get we'll, back into we'll that. Pull the, we'll pull those clips up for the next one and we can, we can go over it further in depth. So, um, and uh, good news as we wrap up here, I am now officially the county lead for Candace Taylor's campaign here in Georgia. Yep. So um, if anyone lives here in Georgia and you would like to volunteer to help out on Candace's campaign, reach out to me. If you don't live in my county, I will hook you up with the county lead for your county or hook you up with Candace's campaign manager. So by all means, come on board, knock on some doors, help out. Um, and speaking of young people getting involved, they asked me, Candace's campaign, do you have a team of people to go knock on doors? I said, well, I have teenagers that need service hours. And she was like, I never thought of that. Oh, no, no, no. I got a whole high school full of boys that are primarily Republican that need service hours yep. because it's required in their school. They have to do so many community service hours every every semester, every term. And uh, yeah, so they're going to be going door to door with me, um, knocking on doors, giving out information about Candace, because if you get the kids involved now, they will vote when they turn 18. Yep. That's really important. If you get them involved now, if you help them understand that they act, their vote actually does count, it actually means something. Even with the electoral college, it means something, folks. The popular vote still means something these days. Even today, it still matters, as we just saw in this last election. Yeah. Um, it, it couldn't have come any closer in a lot of states, especially our state. So we're doing our best to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And uh, we know that Candace Taylor is. It's, I mean, right now she has said everything that I would expect someone running for uh, the governor or a gubernatorial candidate should do. Um, I do not believe David Perdue has got it in him. And I know for a fact that Vernon Jones is absolutely a snake in the grass and, and Brian, Brian Kemp, Kemp is worthless. So we've got to do what we can. And you got to start locally, folks. Start locally, get involved, do your best to help out, do what you can to help other people. And um, find a candidate that you support. In your in your own if, state, in if, your own county, uh, running for fucking dog catcher or school board, whatever it is, find a candidate locally that you support, that you agree with 75% of the time and help them out. Hey, and if you want to help them and, or if you agree with them more and you really, really want to help them, send us an email. We'll bring them on. We'll send them Absolutely. an email and we'll say, hey, look, come on our show. You can watch any one of our episodes that we've done where we've talked to candidates, especially if you're a new listener. Any one of the episodes that we've done where we've talked to congressional candidates, we've talked to a, several of them now. Yeah. We're up there in the number of political candidates we've talked to. We ask them all about the same questions every time. Yeah. And we beat them up about them too. We ask them where they really stand because I need to hear that you're a patriot. I am not going to bring you on my show if I do not believe for one second. Actually, I will bring you on my show just to obliterate you, just to but make you look like a we will bring you back flu. a second time. Yeah. You'll come on once and that'll be it. Yeah. But we will bring you on the show um, and we will make a decision whether or not we're going, we won't make a decision that day if we're going to endorse you. We'll, and we'll think about it for a bit and I'll yeah. do some more research. But if you've got somebody you really want to help out, bring them on. We'll ask the questions you want asked. Folks, we put it out there. Trust me, I can't wait. Now, that's why I brought this whole Twitch up, uh, this Twitch thing. I want to get us doing live streams because we bring these political candidates on. I want you to have a chance to Ask questions chime in live. and ask questions live, yes. especially you if you live in the state in which the person we're bringing in, yes, it, we're talking to, yeah, because um, that's, I mean, that's then you have a vested interest in it. We have a vested interest in Georgia because we live here, um, but 
we understand that, you know, it's not just about Georgia. And we, we say, go local. And it's so true. We have to start local. We have to start taking our towns and our cities and our counties and our states back one at a time. But at the same time, we're back to the micro and the macro. You know, yep. you have to look locally, but at the same time, it is about all of us. It is about our country, our entire country. So all of the candidates matter. All of the candidates running for any office in the country matter. So we're happy to bring them on, whether or not we have what we consider a vested interest. Hey, uh, Snipey, good. I'm glad. Uh, you're the reason why we have such a issue in this country. Either way. Yes, um, we idiots are still trying to get people to vote because it's important. And it's as important, if not more important, to vote in the primary as it is to vote in the general election. Because you know what? If you vote in the primary, you're going to vote in the general election because then you have a vested interest. But You cannot comply your way out of tyranny. No, you cannot comply your way out of tyranny. That's exactly right. That's why you need to vote in the primary for a candidate that you have vetted, that you have spoken to, and that you support. Because if you wait until the general election, then you're choosing between the lesser of two evils. So how old are you there, Snipey? We don't have a two-party system. We have a system that's been taken over by two parties. You're absolutely right. We say that all the time. That is two wings of the same bird. That's why we don't identify as either Republicans or definitely not Democrats. We identify as patriots. And that's why we're working to put America first patriot candidates in. Because regardless of what wing they fall under. Then why vote? We're looking for <clears throat> patriots. Why vote? Because if we don't how vote, else do you, How else do you change anything? Up. We've given up yeah. entirely. How else do you change anything? That is... That is what our founding fathers intended this country to be run by us voting. By, not what? By not we what? The people so wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Our voices. I want to fucking hear this idiot because he apparently knows more than everybody else. Please tell me the last time you fought anything. When was the last time you picked up a weapon, went downrange and killed something? Huh? Come on, big guy. You're such a big fucking tough guy. Please tell me the last time you went downrange and did anything worthwhile for this country. Because the last time I checked, you're a fucking keyboard warrior, probably living in your mom's basement, fucking jerking off to fucking He's Playboy magazines. 2003 in Iraq. Really? Okay, where, what unit? Dying to know. Dying to know. So, okay. Uh, riot, the actual Patriots rioted. Um, I was lied into a war, pussy. Oh, really? I'm sure you're a big, tough guy. <laughs> I am definitely sure you're a big, tough guy. Uh, you you were lied into a p war, you dumbass. You fucking signed your name on a dotted line. You went to war, right? So who's really the fucking dumbass and who's really the pussy? Because the last time I checked, you're probably one of those sniveling little bitches that was sitting on the fob crying, mommy, daddy, please save me. Get the fuck out of here. You're a fucking homo. Shut up. <laughs> last time I checked, you're fucking some pogue ass little bitch fucking delivering the mail. Kiss my fucking red ass. <laughs> Snipey, I don't think you understand. 3327, really. I was 2nd Battalion 187 way back in the day, way before you fucking heaven fuckers were walking around the ground. So shut the fuck up, you little homo. Stop being a queer. Man up. Reach down there. Grab your fucking nuts and be a man. All right? For a okay. second. So when it comes time for us to riot, and it won't be a riot because a riot is without any kind of plan of action or... Um, any kind of cohesive, you know, you can't win in a riot. There's no battle there. When the time comes to battle, we'll battle. The question is, who are we going to fight? Are we going to walk down the street and shoot our neighbors because they don't think the same way we do? Does that make us any better than them? Does that change anything? Does it change anything? How do you win like that? 
Who do you fight? You give me a person to fight and I'll fight him. Oh, go ahead. Tell him. me. He'll, he'll fight him. Uh, tell, tell me the government, please. Please yes. tell me the government. Yes. Who in the government? Who? Exactly How many who? of your people there in 327 still are serving today? Are you going to go kill your brothers and sisters? Are you, are you willing to go do that? I mean, that's what you're asking. Do you think it's the, the, the agents, the FBI agents on the ground that actually agree with the laws that are going on right now in this country? I can guarantee you that is not the case. And if you were in Iraq in 2003, you saw blood in the streets. Do you want that to come here? You want to go door to door like we did in uh, Hawaja or fucking uh, Tikrit or Fallujah for that matter, like the Marines did? I mean, shit, we can. But that, that ain't going to be no more pretty than fucking what's going on right over there when we were there. And Get then, the hell out of here. And once again, that makes us no better than them. They are punishing us right now for wrong think. That is literally why they're trying to punish us. So if we go through and start killing people because they don't think the same, they, same way that we do, then we're no better than they are. And if we vote, what, what, that, can we, can we make we a fight. change? I believe, yes, there is definitely a, a, a chance there that you can make a change. Do I believe it's going to take more than one cycle? Absolutely. If you're thinking it's going to be an overnight type thing, you're higher than a kite. It's going to take several, several different attempts at doing this, and but we have to keep it going. The second that we stop, all diplomacy's out the window, then you're right. Yeah. Then we're going door to door. But that time needs to be the, that has to be the last step that we have to take. It can't be the first. If you, what's the, why is around the clock torture horrible? Because you never can step it up after that point. If you're already doing it around the clock, you can't make it worse the next time. So you start doing it. You don't stop. You gotta, you gotta keep pushing it. That's it. That's exactly why. That's exactly why they started rolling back to all the COVID stuff. You just said it right there. Right there, babe, when you said round the clock torture, you can't step it back. That's exactly why they're stepping back the COVID restrictions. That's why they're pulling back the mandates. That's why they're pulling back the, ma the masks because they think that they can't make it any worse for us there. They're going to make it worse for us in a different way. They got to make it a little bit better so that they can make it more painful in a month or two. All right, tough guy, whatever. Hey, you're, you're an absolute punk. I'm not even going to address your comments anymore. So it's immaterial. So either you do way. what you want. We live on the whole premise of you do you, you just let me do me. So you um, say whatever the hell you want. I, I don't give a shit. Yes. I'm trying to, to trying to get people to go out and vote. I think is just as important as anything else. Cause yeah. the second that stops. Yeah. Then, then you're absolutely right. And we've given up. Yep. If you, and that's it. if you don't go out and vote, you are handing your vote to them on a silver platter. You might as well just bury yourself in the ground and let them come and take your name off your gravestone. It's the same fucking thing. So either way, uh, what else? We got a lot coming up. Uh, we actually uh, are working in the works right now to go on uh, Sam Tripoli's show, uh, Tinfoil Hat, which that will be in February if it happens. We are also working on, uh, we have a couple other shows coming up that are going to be pretty big ones as well, other than Sam's show. Uh, we got Justin, I think is going to be coming back uh, as well. We're working on a show with him. Yeah, we got Dr. Stella um, and Pastor Dave Scarlett coming on next week. I um, wouldn't hold your, I wouldn't hold your breath on old Pastor Dave. I don't think we're probably going to see him. We'll see. He, he might. We'll yeah, he might surprise us. Yeah, we'll yeah, because I don't think Clay actually listens to our podcast. If he did, he would have recognized us. Uh, that's true. So I'm I'm not too concerned about that one. Um, and uh, but I'm definitely going to have to bring that podcast up to him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, because that'd be like one of the first questions yeah, out of my mouth. I, hey, I did you hear about I, no, Clay? No, I want I want no, not did you hear about Clay? I want to ask him. So, um, can you? We we know that you weren't allowed to say "Let's go, Brandon." Or build the wall. Or build the wall. What what other phrases were 
not you're not allowed, allowed to say. To and do you have a copy of your contract said. by any chance? Yeah. Are, are you contracted to speak with Clay? That's yeah. a great question. So anyway, um, but I, I mean, I, I like Pastor Dave. No, he's he's so, a nice guy. I mean, he's just want to know if he's a patriot or he's, if he's old, a victory. He's an old Marine, but yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's uh, I I guess we'll find out. Yep, there it is. Um, and uh, yeah, we're supposed to do a newscast tomorrow today. I, I don't I don't know if we already did it. This is it right yeah. here. So I think we're we're good on that. And um, yeah, that's. I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff going on. And we'd be posting the other videos from the uh, other interviews we've done. So. Either way, um, other than that, uh, I don't know. I don't have much else. No, Reuters said that uh, Reuters is now talking about not natural immunity, that prior COVID infection is more protective than vaccination. Yeah, every, everybody's talking about that now. I know. I'm telling you, they're rolling everything back because they're putting in something else that's going to hurt us even worse. Probably something along the lines of climate change. That would be my guess. So. so either way, uh, we will uh, definitely be back. We'll talk to you later. Either way, I'm not going to take it. Yep, not going to take it. All right, later. Thanks for listening, watching. Hey, yeah. thanks both. for joining our very first live stream newscast. We'll have more to come. Absolutely.